Dad, it's either FTCR or Radio Disney. So, uh, hello everyone. Welcome to uh, <laughs> welcome to a, a new podcast we've been doing on on our FTCR called Sonic Says, and this is kind of uh, anyone who listened to our um, recent Skype Sanctuary episode where we talked about the main IT universe and, and and the universe spinoff. I named that terribly. But um, this is going to be a podcast about just the Archie books in general. I thought you said I named that therapy. I, I, I wish I did name that therapy. Mm. Who's that therapy? Um, so yeah, um, I guess we don't really have an established formula for this yet. But I guess one thing we could possibly start is, um, even though uh, we did this before in the previous one, maybe we could just all quickly introduce how we got into this, into this uh, comic book franchise, I guess. And I guess we should also... Say who we are. So, Bobby, good to see if you want to go first. All right. Well, I'm Bobby. <laughs> um, my screen name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Bobby, who are you? Um, <laughs> I'm just Bobby. <laughs> my screen name is The Anti-Guardian. Um, and as far as how I got into the comic book, um, I found it at a grocery store back when I was when like... When they sold comic books at grocery yes, stores. Yes, when they actually <laughs> sold comic books. Um when I was like in sixth grade and just picked it up because it had Shadow and Metal Sonic in it and for no other reason. You found um, that issue. Yes, yeah, so it was issue 149 um, and then I just <laughs> got hooked on it and I've read it every month for the past almost ten years. How good is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I am Jonathan. I've been reading it since <laughs> what? Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> I've been reading it since I was a wee little stick of a thing. Now I've grown into a big strong man. And I love me some blue hedgehog tails. <laughs> oh heaven to Murgatroyd. Heaven to Murgatroyd. but yeah, I've been reading it since um somewhere in the sixties. You know, the Radio 1960s, old. Yeah. where they had all that I remember Beatles the, music. I remember and... the uh, Sonic of Woodstock issue. Was good yeah. Issue. yeah. Just gets high on Chitty Dog and just like listens to music. And then and then Tails is like, my Sonic, a junkie! <laughs> Slap! My hero is a junkie! <laughs> Sonic comes back a couple more issues is like, you slapped me, I slap you! <laughs> That's what happened in that in, the, in Green Lantern and Green Arrow. Uh, Green Arrow slaps Speedy. Speedy, and then he comes back a couple more issues and slaps uh, Speedy slaps Green Arrow, and it's like, yeah, that was fulfilling. I want a parody of like Sonic. What do you get in your parents' questions? My parents are robots. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My parents are written out of continuity. <laughs> I have no parents now. Neither does anyone else, unless they for cream. Because she's the only one of an established mother in the games. Well, I and that's only game characters. I mean. Um, Rotor's got douchebag dad. Well, like, oh, no, yeah. yeah, basically, well, mm-hmm. any game character who has no game parents is not allowed to have game pa- a comic family. Yeah. Well, Eggman has a grandfather, but well, that but yeah. that yeah. was games, in the games. Games, though. Oh, yeah. Like Snively's no longer his, his nephew now, is he? No, no he's, he's not even a Robotnik. He's a, a Julian he's Snively. A, yeah, he's a Snively. He's got, <laughs> got badass gold tape. Yeah. So, how did you get into the books? Issue around around the issue sixties. In in the sixties. Um, I don't, I, I just, I feel like I've been reading it forever. Like, I don't remember anything I wish I could quit you. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. I'm just crying and rolling in a pile of Sonic comics. Just cursing Bendis! 
Defenders! It hurts so good! What? I don't know. And uh, finding, like, issue five. And I'm like, why don't I have this? This is mine now. And my dad's like, oh, okay. You can keep it. I'm like, why did you have it in the first place? I don't know. I like something that's wrong. You, Dad! I learned it from watching you! Oh, uh, yeah. We, uh... Yeah, I always had a Genesis. And, uh... I had a, I had a Mega Drive. I can't Genesis say what I want to say to you. Name. Just name. feel it. Yeah. It's what the uh, quarter in Japan, so... No, did, you, did you know that in, in England and Japan, the first book of the Bible was actually called the Mega Drive? <laughs> you say that every day. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's, my, it's the one original joke I've ever come up with, so I, I have to beat it like a dead horse. I've heard that before. Oh, it's on I, Twitter. I, th- yeah. I threw that. I, was like, <laughs> I have one joke. Shut up. Leave me alone. You were like crafting it for years. Like you were like writing I was like Moses. I, I, I go into the forest to craft it. I came down like Moses with a stone tablet. In, the, in England and Japan, the first book of the Bible was called the Mega Drive. And that one person was like, you suck. And I went home and cried. I can't follow this guy. <laughs> I don't want to go, go wander in the desert for years. That would suck. I'm going with this other Moses who calls it Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> My name, my name is Gareth, and I'm I'm an alcoholic. Um, no, uh, I I'm a sonicolic. Really, I'm a sonicolic. I didn't grow up with um, Archie. I grew up with SDC. That's the book I grew up with. And my I might I might bend the rules a little bit, but I'm not a jerk like Bobby. Look at him. I know, right? Like what? Oh, Jeez, you can't. You rubbed off on me. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I can remember, see, my, my earliest experiences were going into some English comic book stores and seeing, like, random issues of, this was probably during the Penders era. I'd just be like, it's a Sonic book! And I think we'd be like, I have no idea what's going on. Who these characters are? There's Sonic, and there's, like, ten pages of non-Sonic characters. And I'm like, yay. I reread some of the Knuckles, and I was like, I don't remember Knuckles being such a non-entity in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was just Ken Pender's glorified fan fiction under the Knuckles name brand. Well, it's not even fan fiction. It's like, I want to write what I want to write. I have to incorporate Knuckles somehow. It's okay. One day I'll just make my own book and call him a guardian. Just give him a goatee. Praetorian. Praetorian or something. Practicer. Praetorian. They gave him a goatee so it's legally fine. It's not Knuckles. Yeah. That's how that works. But yeah, um, and then um, I really started getting into the book around the time of uh, Worlds Collide. Because no, no, tell I when I moved to America, I started collecting the um, the trades of stuff. But I started getting it monthly around the time of Worlds Collide, and I've been a uh, good solid fan ever since. And so now that you're caught up roughly to speed, we're basically the two gentlemen with me know a hell of a lot more than I do. And pretty much anything. Pre Worlds Collide that hasn't been put in a trade, I don't jack dick about. So yeah, um, <laughs> but I think um, one of the things we we could we could maybe start doing per and again this is a new format. It will probably take a few episodes to get the kinks out. Yeah. But one thing we could probably start talking about is is, is new news for the Archie series, yeah. and of course the biggest news that just was released that a few days ago. Um, which I shouldn't have been a big surprise, Read 21, but uh, Archie has just announced a uh, comic adaptation of Sonic Boom, not unlike their Sonic X book, to be an ongoing thing. I think the bigger surprise was there's going to be four covers for issue one. Five, if you include the regular. 
Yeah, there's wait, wait. So there's five. a four four there's, variants and then one regular. There's a standard yeah. by Spax. By Spaz. Spax. Spax. I love Spax. With Spax three. Griffith. There's one by um by Spaz. That looks amazing. Which is really cool. And yeah. then there's a you know like the countdown to chaos. Yeah, right? it's like that, but for one issue. And it's by it's by Evan Stanley. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. So they're kind of really milking it with that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Worlds Collide one was freaking awesome, and I like, I like the, um, I like the Boom one too. But you know, I don't know if I want that every and with the yeah. they with won't the, do it for every issue just yeah. because it's the first one. You can no, like, I mean, I, I don't think I want that to be like a, a huge reoccurring thing. Like, okay, every so like every ten issues we'll have like like I would want like two seventy five a milestone issue getting like mm. five different covers. No, like just just one variance enough. Well, now well now they do a variant mm. for every issue. So like I you right. know maybe because they might do like a third one. But yeah, I think. You could, I think that they did the same thing when IDW brought out the um, their Ninja Turtles. Their f- issue one had like one one standard issue, and then like four variants featuring each of the turtles. Uh, and well, that makes uh, sense. I'm like four turtles. Well, to be fair, in Boom, there's four main characters. Yeah, one um, has like tails and sticks. One, one has, has knuckles, knuckles and Amy. One has Eggman and Boombot. And Boombot and one has Sonic. Which like for first like, I get it for a first issue. It helped drum up more sales. Yeah. But like I think I say first issue, it's really the only way you can get away with five covers for yeah, one book. Yeah, I can't wait for the lenticular covers, guys. I can't wait for doing that. But yeah, um, I think one of the things that maybe I, I I knew they were gonna do something with Boom, but I was expecting a universe arc. Yeah, rather than a separate <laughs> series. Well, and my thing is too, you can order a two-year subscription already. So they, they already two have years. A, yeah, they already have it planned. It. They always do that though. I mean, like it may not. It may not last that long, but like they always offer oh, that okay. option. Um, yeah, yeah, I was just surprised. I, I didn't expect it to be Sonic Universe, but I thought it'd be like Sonic X, where they would do like a mini series or kind of test out how well it sold. Did Sonic X start as a mini? Yeah, they started four really? issues, and then it sold well enough that then it went on to be ongoing. I, I, I collected that from the first issue, and I don't remember it being a mini series. I didn't read it. I don't think. I think I got it, but never read it because I. Yeah, I've done that. X. I've done that with um, Batman Eternity. I stopped buying it eventually because I like. I you got you. You're getting Eternal. Eternal. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was, it was new. It was Batman. It was Scott Snyder. No. I I have like ten issues. I haven't read a single one yet. So I, I've stopped buying it because I haven't, I haven't read the bloody thing. Yeah, so. Eternal. Well, bad. I haven't read any of it. But <laughs> the people yeah. online say it sucks. No, no, no. But the preview, the preview books, they like they did like okay, we're gonna set aside this issue of Batman and do a preview of Batman Eternal, and it was really boring and really I didn't care at all. And it's like I don't. I don't think it's going to be that great. I have, to, I, I have to sit down and read it at some point. That's what I need to do. Wait until they have like an omnibus of it. Maybe that's what well, I should do. read the issues I have of it already. But yeah, so um, Boom's going to be an ongoing thing, written by um, Ian Flynn, mm-hmm. which he confirmed. There was because what happened was that they, which sometimes I think these companies should plan a bit more ahead. It was they they updated their website. I updated their website with, with Boom, right? Which is how which, and uh, yeah. our friend Chris found it and like was posting it online. And we're like, what the hell? Like, but then later that day, they released an official statement through IGN with an interview with Ian and I believe the um, Paul Paul Kaminsky, the editor. Yeah, and so it's. Uh, I think it's been confirmed that at least for the first arc of Boom, it's going to be. Well, he's going to be the main writer, and he's confirmed he's going to be keep writing the main universe, universe and Boom. Well, I know his his wife, uh, Aaliyah Baker, is also starting to write. Like, She's the doing backup, the backup, backup, backup story. Yeah, that was written by her. 
too. Yeah. Um, and then I believe Evan Stanley is going to be the main artist for Boom. Yes. It's yeah. which, the main penciler. Which is your main penciler, which is because um, she was been she's been in the main on the main book for a while. So I wonder yeah. who they're going to. And Tracy's had universe is Tracy's book. Tracy yeah. Hardy's book. And so I wonder who they're going to promote to main. I wish you hadn't retired. Probably Jennifer wish, Hernandez. I wish you hadn't so. retired because I'd be like Ben Bates. I know. Ben Bates, yeah. man. I hope, I hope that now he's in animation, we'll get to see his style. Like, how his... Because he's got, a, he's got a, a particular style. It's very... Um, I, I feel it's very 3D kinetic. Yeah, and I hope that translates into a cartoon. Like, I love, like, his... Because he did the last arc of Wolves... The last first of Wolves Collide. Yeah. And that's some of the best art I've ever seen. In a comic oh, he has book. a really good sense of like motion and yes. how the comic pages flow. Like the two-page spread of him fighting Quick Man. So like a Quick Man. I was I mean, saying, that, that's like, that was brilliant. That's what just he, what he did. Because there's so many, there's certain other books. Like it's happened a few times with with Ninja Turtles where there'll be like a two-page spread, and it, it's just not laid out amazingly clear. But what what's going on? Right. But like the way um, Ben laid it out in that you know he's like he's. He keeps trying to keep attacking all the robots and the quick man's trying to get him. It's just it's so amazingly well out. Like mm-hmm. out. it's just like fantastic. I'm just I'm fangasming again. Just think that I want that as a poster. Yes. You know, just with you know like you may be you may be quick quick man, but you're not fast. <laughs> like, oh damn snap You're mama so fat <laughs> You're mama so slow quick man. <laughs> You know, it's funny that Evan Stanley is going to be uh, drawing Sonic Boom because they started that uh, Fan Art Fridays. Was that hers? Yes, yes that was her. Yeah. Yes, because yes. somebody actually uh, took her artwork and claimed it was theirs for, and for, Sega featured it. For, yeah, it was the for, and for, for anyone who doesn't know, Sega recently started a, a Fan Art Friday, which they're going to promote one piece of fan art, and that is probably the first piece. Because I, I mean, I believe Emma Stanley just put that up on her up, which I get because they have to plan these books in advance. Mm-hmm. So that was probably her like, oh, this is this is just fan art. Oh, well, it's just like Ben Bates. <laughs> whenever he very first got the job, um, he has some pieces of artwork of like Eggman and yeah. the Sonic characters that he was doing while you know yeah. getting ready to jump onto the. Sonic. Well, it was really cool because he did like a top five. These are my top five characters that I love from this book, and he did like a Julie Sue. Uh, and uh, uh, Robotnik Prime, and uh, who's that? Dead. Who's the 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 girl and the guy? Hope Chameleon. Um, oh, Valdez. Valdez and, and uh, Lisa. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he did. He. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> I can't even remember them. But, They're such <laughs> no. because like um, her fan of that was that was one of the first because that that was before I think that was that was when the first renders. Of the room redesigns came out, and they yes. not, they look okay, but they're not because they've the, the main renders have been slightly at least this is for the cartoon, not so much mm. the game. Yeah, so if you look at like current promotional images for Boom, they look this slightly tweaked from the original. Like Knuckles looks a lot better now. Than it doesn't with look those first as renders unpro- as unproportional. But like ever, whenever because that that was pretty that was pretty soon after the um, thing was announced, like her fa- um, fan art, and it looked really good. The first time I was like, these designs look good. Like right. really good, so I'm I'm happy she's on the book. Yeah, her well, art style really fits with boom, boom. the proportions. Like, like, I, I, li- I liked her on on the main on the main book. Oh yeah, but like she probably wouldn't be in my top three of like Archie artists. Right. I think her, I think her strengths are the personality she gives to her characters. Mm. Like um, there's a certain quirkiness in their facial expressions that I think really 
especially worked in that little uh, fan art doodle she did. Okay. So as far as the pencilers, they have Tracy on Universe. Mm -hmm. They have Evan Stanley on Boom. Boom. So then that there's obviously Jamal Peppers who occasionally does like a Universe arc. He did. And he, he occasionally does. He's doing Mega Man right. Or he's he does oh, Mega Man yeah, every once in a while. He's doing Mega Man yeah. right now. Well, the thing is, he recently did he did Shadowfall, and I'd, yes. I'd say the best thing about Shadowfall was the art. Yeah, he really excels. I, I like. I really like his art. I don't like it as much. I think it's because I hate Sonic X, and his tails looks like directly pulled from Sonic X, and that, that really makes me mad his, for some reason. His strong, his strongest point in his drawings is when he does like more mechanical. Yeah, like that's why he really fit with Shadowfall and Scramble. Well, the robots. Because he did a really good job with Metal Sonic Omega, mm -hmm. even like the Black Arms and that kind of like almost more realistic, hard... I thought hard Shadow was pretty style. good. Like, like, oh, yeah. I will say the best part of that book for me was, like, the end of part three where uh, Shadow and, like, what, Black Death? Yeah. Something. Are, are, like, are like starting to go down, and that, that like, second-to-last page is, like, the best thing in that whole arc for me. Where they're just facing each other down, like, I'll attack you! No, I'll attack you! And they're just, like... It's like a classic coming-at-each-other thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, and, and so another feature we're gonna do, we're gonna this um, podcast is gonna be uh, a monthly podcast. Once all the books have been released in a month, we will get together and review them. And uh, why is that funny? We'll get together, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll chat. We'll, we'll you know, I don't know. Do braid hair. each other's do hair, hair. Sit on the beds. <laughs> Uh, with our slippers. <laughs> <laughs> with our Sonic slippers. Sonic yeah, slippers. Which I want Sonic slippers. I have, I have, I have some, but they got two. No, I have Navia ones. I'm a disgrace. I'm sorry. I had I had Freudian slippers, and the cats peed on them. Did you Did you make a lot of Freudian slips? But no, but they're awesome little slippers that are shaped like Sigmund Freud's head, and you stick your, your toes in them, and they become the tongue of Sigmund Freud, so you can make them go up and down, like, really grossly. Why would you buy that fool? I didn't buy it. I got it for free. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best present I've ever had. But but yeah, uh, so, so far we are um, three issues in to two different arcs. Mm -hmm. We have Waves of Change in the main book. We have Great Chaos Caper in Universe. And just recently released um, two um, paperbacks, which I think we, we, us three, well me especially, have been waiting a while for. Everyone's been waiting a while. It's been like, I yes. believe Sonic Saga series was supposed to come out in November Maybe. of last year. Yeah. And Silver, I think, was supposed to come out in January. Uh, February, I think. Was yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. So recently, um, Sonic Saga collection came out. Um, number five, Evil Reborn, originally titled Energy Reborn, title change. Oh, I didn't even realize that. You didn't in, know that? In no, some, I didn't. In, no, yeah, in some, if, you get like, if you get like um, Sonic Saga 4. And look at the back page. It's like coming soon, number five, Enerjack Reborn. Oh, yeah, okay. That and then um, Sonic Universe Arc uh, Seven, the Silver Saga. We'll get to those as well. But um, if we start, I guess with with the main series, yeah, Waves of Change. Um, if, if, because, because we haven't done. Uh, we'll start again. Uh, normally we would just do one issue, but because we're halfway, we'll three quarters into an arc. Let's just quickly go over both of these arcs. Okay. okay. So okay. waves of change, um, leading it's leading into the big um, unleashed adaptation. But to be fair, 
um, the last story has been like the whole reboot has been leading into Unleashed, Unleashed. Yes. which which this one has been uh, when the chase had parts of it where mm-hmm. that, that's when you had um, Sonic first ingest the uh, I guess the top. No, it was even yeah, before. That was before. That was, before. That was in yeah. Countdown. That was in the one. second part of Countdown. When to he Chaos. very first got to see Antoine and Uncle Chuck. Chuck. No, not Uncle Chuck. Just just Chuck. Chuck. No, no, they, they call have... him Uncle Chuck. Everyone He's not him. his uncle. He's Uncle Too Many now. Oh, that's right. I am uncle too many. <laughs> I am very I creepy am uncle now. to all. <laughs> a lot creepier than I used to, to be. Suck your blood. <laughs> but yeah, so um it been leading to the big unleashed thing which um the current story arc is um Sonic, uh Amy and Rota have ventured um underwater to a un- to Maropa. Mero Mero <laughs> I like it. Like I to Hydro City. Hydro City. Hydro City. Um, yeah. Because I, I, you know what? It's, I can't even remember the reason why they're down there. <laughs> they, um, they got Professor Pickle, rescued him from Eggman, Love even Mr. though Pickle. Eggman has the Gaia manuscripts now and has the information that he needed. Mm-hmm. So they got from the professor that they need to find the simple, the seven temples of Gaia to restore the planet. Yeah. And then there's supposedly a temple of Gaia around that beach area mm-hmm. when they get summoned by Razor. To be honest, you know where it is. Because it, it's, um, I mean, they're, they're in a temple the whole time. And oh, yeah. you're sure that that's going to be mm-hmm. the Gaia temple. Oh, oh they haven't yeah. seen one yet, so. Yeah, I mean, I've, um, I'm enjoying the. I've, I've read a lot of people, a few people online aren't, aren't enjoying it because they're like, why are we really? being. Also, the thing is. I've read um, the same criticism from a few people about the reboot. Was that there? And part of, part of me kind of agrees with this. But like they're bringing in too many new characters, showing us too many new things instead of just showing us like current, you know, like the current stuff that we yeah. should, that, like the current characters. Like we don't know uh, which like, certain people are. Like at this point, I guess it's like we don't know where. I guess in universe we do. Like we don't we don't know what happened to like Knuckles because Sonic hasn't met up yet with Knuckles or Shadow. Well, at this point, you kind of assume that he has the same backstory as the video games, and there's not hasn't been confirmed yet. I don't know. I don't don't know what's going on. um, Someone said that to uh, because someone said this on Twitter to Ian was like, you know, I don't like that we're doing all this, you know, underwater stuff. We should be, you know, expand. It should be like showing off the world. And Ian was like, I am. Like someone says, change that we're showing you how different the world is now. Well, and my thing is, is I liked. I mean, Countdown to Chaos I love, but it was like a constant reminder that the old continuity was gone for yeah, every month. It was like... It was like three pages. It was, it was like a quarter of each issue. Yeah, it was it, just them like, here's a new Freedom Fighter, let's just say it again. Oh, I remember! I mean, it, and it's it like, it I don't happen. care. <laughs> We've done this with, with Antoine, Bunny, and Rotor, and then Sally. It was it's like, like, and then the next issue is like, you better not do it. You did it. You did it. You did it. Well, three is like, all I care about is, you know, let's see how Sonic and Tails react. Yeah. And then everyone yeah. else, I'm like, that's fine. See, and to me, it was like depressing. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to see that part of the comic in there anymore. Or well, like, they, they, they had to not do that it. Not that it was a bad thing. Yeah, they had, they to, had do to do it. It wasn't a bad thing. It's weird. They, they could have gone two ways about it. They, they could have gone the way they went, where they ex, they, sh, they show character, where the characters know stuff and something has changed, or they could have treated it like a straight reboot and just not mentioned it at all. I Which mean, originally that was planned by Ian, wasn't it? I'm not sure. I I personally I, I might have preferred that. Yeah, no, Paul. I think it was Paul Kaminsky was like, well, we gotta we gotta appease 
people who are going to be. We got to appease people. Which yeah, somehow I'm, I because people are that. going to get mad. But you know, I mean, I appreciate. I think I might have appreciated it for the first time they did it. But then I just got annoyed and I was like, "Stop bringing it up." I want to get involved in this new universe. Because the thing is, they handled it the best in, in the first one, where I think it's it's in the first, I think maybe Sonic, when they, there's the backstory where they had, like, like Satya Robotnik and yeah. an original King Acorn, and there's, like, classic oh, Eggman. Yeah. When and he Egg- sees Acorn for the first And I'm like, yeah. I'm like that, that, I think, to, to me, that was the best way of showing the differences. Yeah. Well... The, I also liked when he just falls from the sky or whatever. The first page where he's, he comes in and he's like, well, everything's kind of different now. And then he, he goes up to Tails and is like, wait, what about this? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I kind of like that. That was fun for an issue. Mm, yeah. um, but, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I needed four more issues of that. Yeah, but I'm getting back to uh, Waves of, of Change. I mean, I'm liking it. It's, um, it's, I like there's a... It's kind of you know. I know. I do know. It's, it's, it's good. It's it's weird because it's like I, I I'm enjoying it, but like I wouldn't. This isn't an arc. Right? But like you have to read this. You have to read waves. You know, waves of change. No, it's, it's not. Just, it's just it's just good fun for know? something called waves of change. Not much it's change. not very. Yeah, it's like, like nothing's really, like nothing's changing really at all. Like just there's one thing happened in the last issue where it only it only lasted for like a like two panels. But Sonic and Roth have gone into like an argument. That was yeah, I like that. That was, that. That was a yeah. really nice little character moment. Yeah, yeah. But like, because they're not just all agreeable with each other, they actually do disagree. At see, time. if that was what the change was, like, okay, Rotor's got this more ab- abrasive personality than he used to, and you had to deal with that for a couple issues, and came to, and that was kind mm. of the arc. Yeah, that would like really work. Well, see, the thing, like, the thing I liked about that because like neither of them were like like. You couldn't say one of them was like wrong was because the thing was like the um, the planet is kind of like in, in Unleashed the planet since the uh, second Genesis where coming mm-hmm. back from Wars collide the worlds now been split into different parts like like Unleashed and basically all the energy from the wave went into shattered Dark Gaia the, yeah. who then shattered the world, world. Like, and does so, this mean this is a super Genesis Dark Gaia? <laughs> I'm, are you confirming that? Bob? <laughs> yes, I'm confirming. And so um, they're they're on their way to kind of a. Uh, so you know, put the power back together, and so there's a bit where like they run into some characters and they're kind of in some trouble, and Rotor's things, which again, like I like it because like a case could be made the either one's correct, but Rotor's thing is like, you know, like this this is sad, but like the whole world's at stake. We can't yeah. put that plan on hold. To save, He's the big picture guy to save two people, right? And Sonic's like, I'm sorry, like when did we stop caring about people, you jerk? You know, Son- Sonic takes the takes the Superman. Route where it's like we gotta we gotta focus on everyone, you know. I, like. I gotta go help this cat. I gotta help this little girl. Batman's like, no, Clark, calm down. Picture. We gotta. I like because the, they um because they do that in, in Sonic and the Black Knight. Yeah, there's a section where like Sonic's given a task where he has to complete this thing in like three days, and he's, he's on his way to finish it. And he sees this little like crying child. He's like, oh. I can't find my parents. He's like, I'll find your parents, kid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and like the story's like, no, you idiot. We gotta go save the world. Oh yeah. So it's like, what? Well, yeah, I'm gonna go get these kids' parents. So like Ian, Ian is Ian is just stealing from Black Knight. Waves of Change is terrible. <laughs> no joking. Um, it's, it's good. Um, and the other thing is, it's it's, it's weird because now they market it as Waves of Change. It's only like the only like three quarters of the book is taken up for that. The rest of it is it's a backstory called yes, um, called Shadow in the Dark or Light Light in the Dark. I should know this. Let me go flick through my book. 
I think it's light in the dark. Yeah, the light in the dark. Light in the dark. And it's it's a kind of little spin-off story written by um, Ian Flynn's wife. Yeah. Yes. Aaliyah Baker. Like it's basically it's a story where while you know the team Sonic, uh, Rota, and Amy are underwater, all the other Freedom Fighters, um, Sally, Antoine, um, Tails, and Nicole, and Nicole which I believe um, they left Cream and Big, who's now part uh, now part. Cream, of Big, and Bunny are all on the ship. Oh and yeah, cheese. Uh, I like how big is is part of the team now. That's kind of I don't know yeah, why. I, well, I, I like well before the whole worlds collide. They had team fighters with Sonic, yeah. Tails, Amy, and then team Freedom was Rotor, Cream and Cheese, Big and Froggy, and then Heavy and Bomb too. Yeah, which I kind of I kind of hope they. That's I, I cool. like Heavy and Bomb. I hope they I like kind of bring them back. I like that there's a bigger cast, and I like that they're using the bigger cast in a smart way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I well, uh, even Honey the Cat is supposed to be appearing. From no, what? what? I thought, You're lying. No, I thought on Bumble King some somewhere. I don't know if that's confirmed. I don't want to. Oh, Ian, Ian, I thought Honey was. Ian has said. Ian has said he doesn't want to spoil everyone that's coming. So yeah. possibly, if she yeah. does, if she doesn't, it won't be a big deal. But that's they, who we saw on that cover. That really messed up uh, panda-looking thing. That's going to be Honey the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so their mission is they're trying to um, they're trying to steal an Akash emerald from Eggman. Yeah, no, it's in a it's in a really in, pretty mine Chris, shaft. It's in Crystal Cave, Crystal, which is actually uh, a level from Sonic and the Black Knight. Really? It, yeah. It, it, yeah, Crystal Cave. But doesn't make any sense because that that's in 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 the, land well, of the world. far away. Avalon is where Lord Hood and. Which that is uh-huh. a level from Sonic and the Black Knight, yeah. and that's where he's stationed. But that, that's not that's not that's not on Sonic's world. Shut well, up. Neither is Wood Zone. Well, you, if you think about it, it if you think about it, you read King Arthur books. Are they set in the mythical place of England? Yeah, yeah. England's real. England's real. So yeah. wouldn't yeah. you think that Avalon is real in, in Sonic's you in Sonic's No, world? no, bec- no. That's not how it works. Shut up, you. I don't understand you, <laughs> sir. Uh, now I disbelieve that England exists because of you, in spite of you. I'm like, you come from a fairy land. I do. So like I'll, Peter Pan. Or pay me or I'll have you killed. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said pay me or I'll have you killed. I'm like, that's not how it works. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I'll have you killed. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I'll have you killed. Is, um, that, is that the last rap that the Knuckles guy did? That's what I heard the he sang before he was arrested. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, and that, that thing is like, and kind of like, kind of like with um, Sally and, sorry, kind of like with Sunken Rota, Sally and the co have a kind of a little bit of friction. Yeah, right. Like, they find this big cave, and the reason the plan was let's just blow the crap out of it and steal the emerald. But, but, but then well, they get in there, and Sally's like, this place is too beautiful. We can't. Well, they were originally going to go in there, get the chaos emerald, and leave, but then Sally stopped them all because yeah. they want to destroy Eggman's forces and stop him from. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Crystal if they Day. take it, they're going to keep mining until it's destroyed. Right. So they Eggman's have to let them to know that they're there. So they followed them out of the cave. Mm. Um, I I really I really like the 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 two stories um, function of it and the backup I, I think was really well done. I like that um, I, I, I like that you can explore different dynamics in both half halves of the book. 
because I really liked uh, there were a couple little bits with Antoine like in the first bit of this issue where he's like I'm so brave and cool and he's like get out of my hair you bad mix <laughs> like that was one of my favorite bits and then a couple stop issues, touching the hair you annoying pesky pests yeah and then a couple uh, like in the first part he's talking to Big and there's this this really uh, nice exchange where he's like yeah if you had any brains <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I don't know. And I like that they're bringing in this Sally as like a per, per preservationist. You said like perverted. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> were, were we reading the same book? As a preservationist? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's um, like a big theme from the Saturday morning cartoon. Mm. And I think that's a huge aspect of the Freedom Fighter character. Well, I think the. It, Perfectly sums up the because I think I think um, the light in the dark ends in this in this in mm-hmm. part three. So yeah. I think where's the change part four would just be that story maybe for the whole. No, no. there's a, isn't there a backup single story with uh, based on Eggman? Oh really? Oh, cool. really? I, thought I thought it was, it was Eggman. I thought it was going to be a backup single story where Antoine and Bunny reconnect. After it the reboot, it could be that. I know the there is a backup Eggman single story okay. coming okay. up. It, maybe it's not next issue. But yeah, I think the one that sums it up best about the new plans is when Nicole goes. Um, after all, what's the point of restoring the planet if we can't save the things that make it special? Well, that's know, like right? the overall theme, theme which waves of change, <laughs> like trying to to help the, which the citizens. Out. I guess I I thought that message, the way they were talking about it, was a bit heavy handed in part two. Yeah, like I think they spent a bit too much time debating because these this backup story is only like five pages or maybe just only even like, yeah five yeah five pages. I felt like they they spent like like a whole page debating that in like part two, and yeah. I was just like we could have uh, cut this down a bit to kind of move on with the story a little bit. Cause there's a whole page that was like we have to save this, we can't. No, we have to. No, we can't. We haven't got t- you know we can't. No, we have to. It's like okay, we'll do it. You know, is it a little strange that? Nicole has other senses when she becomes her hollow form. Like, is that is that a little weird? Because wouldn't you think that her handheld form could do the same things as her hollow form? Because she didn't she didn't see everything until she was in the hollow form. Uh, like that's how she came to realize. Like, oh, it is pretty. Let's save it. Well, I guess like um, she could see from her monitor, but when she's a hologram, she can like physically move around and, I don't know. is she still made really... of nanobots or no I don't have they explained Wait, that because I mean you, I I, I, if, if she was still made of nanobots it'd make more sense uh, and I guess that's she has to be because that she's holding herself yeah it's just, she holds a little thing yeah, yeah. one yeah. thing that's, that's nice though is that um, is Gamma has a nice little cameo well yeah. the E1 you know the uh, E100. E100 robots have a yeah. nice little cameo which is cool but yeah um, well and even doesn't one of the characters say is that and then they get cut off like they, they almost recognize it as yeah Sally, Sally goes is that and then tells or someone he tells goes and, and E1000 e oh, they're called E1000 in this series I thought they were E1000 no, they, they it's uh, got a thousand on it. Yeah, oh, E one, duh. Yeah, E one hundred was gamma. Yeah, yeah so that's part of that series. Yeah, so um, which I I think it's I think it's a little sad too. It's like oh, we remember our friend, who we only met once, and then and then killed himself. Oh, well, that's that that's in the games. I guess in the comic books they didn't. Well, I guess well, I, that's that's really confusing because, and there was a mention where it's like, hey, I remember when we were here last. 
But then I remember not being here for it. Ah. Like, that they, just made it too confusing They for did me. that with, with something that was entire, with something very game-specific, where I, I guess they, they didn't do it directly like that in the in the comic book, so that's why it's a right. bit like... Yeah. Because um, the Freedom yeah. Fighters had a little bit of a role in the adaptation of Sonic Adventure. But that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. It was when... Um, it was in um when they well, what's that what's that issue called Station Square Rescue. That's yeah because um I think I think Antoine or Bunny says that like I yeah. remember being here and not so it was kind of like um yeah which which is like I think it's a cool little nod but I think it was a little flashpoint. not needed flashpoint consider consider it a gift yes consider <laughs> it a gift. Fuck you Batman. remember you remember fighting this big water monster with this gigantic brain. Which I think though I think at some point they'll probably phase out the um I still remember and they'll just drop it completely. Yeah, they're I think they already started, have. Yeah. Which they should Sorry. do, it's gonna make it a lot less confusing yeah. when they do that. But um Waves of Change, I'm enjoying it so far. I think it's good. Um, good. Um, you know, it's it's got it's got a lot, lot of nice it's got like, lots of nice action, some cool yeah. I think some of the um it's 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 possibly for my money. It's it's a bit too spending a bit too much time with these like underwater yeah, characters. Yeah, it's a little slow. So yeah, it's it's something that without they use a lot of backstory for these. Like yeah. I, I could have used with a little less of that more time of these because again we're fairly new into this reboot, and I would I could have I would have liked a bit more, you know, comic characters <laughs> rather than just you know new characters we probably yeah. won't see again. And that's so. not to see say that I don't like. Pearly or they're fine uh, characters. Like they're fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Pearly the best. My friend, my thing is just that I'm afraid of Chow. I know that's yeah. kind of funny. There's one. I, I guess if if Waves of Change was a full twenty page, like book per part, because yeah. because you know it's it's a slightly shorter the four part four arc story than most of them are. Well, I, I think we could have used those extra pages to kind of helped. Has have more time with the established characters. It would, yeah. have helped, it would have helped not make it feel so, you know, exposition heavy mm-hmm. as opposed to just we have. You know, I mean, there are a lot of nice little fun bits, moments in it. But like, there's a great moment in part one where they where they go into the water and someone's just freaking out. Oh, that, yeah. his like, favorite part in the whole. He's like, I'm I'm not afraid of water. I I'm fine. I'm fine in water. He's like just like freaking I out. I hate water. I hate water. Yeah, I hate I chaos. He was made of water. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's some really good stuff in here. Yeah. I just, I just, um, I would, you know. See, and it's, um, it's this, um, new trade format that they're doing that I think we're gonna get, um, six issues. They haven't confirmed it yet, though, but it's, it's, it's looking that way. I swear it's gonna be six issues per trade. It's gonna be a sixteen ninety nine trade, which is still a great economic value. Because most trades of that size are 20 bucks. We did, like, uh, just for, for reference, we were in a, a comic book store, Packer yeah. Comics, Hollywood. That's a good place. I like to go there. Go back Oh yeah. Um, and I, I, they rec- Archie recently released their first trade of Afterlife of Archie. Yeah. Their awesome Arch- Riverdale is invested with zombies story. And I picked up a trade of that, and I picked up a trade of um, Superior Spider Man. <laughs> and they are both the same price, eighteen dollars. And the Archie trade was like three times thicker. Yeah. Oh yeah. That and so Archie like they they for value for money for my they're some of the best. Even like the, the Sonic, their like Sonic, their Sonic trades are normally only twelve dollars, which is just the price of four issues. Yeah, and for that you get all four, you get all four issues, and normally, depending on the trade, either at least like five to ten pages of extras, or sometimes whole new stories. Like like um, we'll get to it in a second, but the um the uh this this saga, yeah. Sonic Saga Five Evil Reborn has the um the whole Energac 
you know, not in the Jack storyline, plus an additional like ten page storyline, and then yeah. a, a bunch of extra stuff as well. And then it has the echidna part of the timeline that yeah. was in Super Special, and then it was reprinted in, in the encyclopedia. So like Archie, damn good value for money. Oh yeah, yeah. That is right there, I, I I think they do a lot of a very good job at appeasing the fans well, in their trading. Like well, they, they're very they're very responsive. I Ian think. Ian Flynn has said that the way they mark they 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 try to keep things as low as, as possible so more kids can afford it. Yeah, which is I think it's a smart thing to do. Comics, yeah. I mean, there the the are a lot of there are a lot of adult read like most of the reading audience is adults, yeah. but you should still like it was built for kids. You should still appeal to kids because lifelong readers. Mm. Lifelong readership is what builds your company up. Mm. And I think, um, I think especially with the Sonic series, Archie is succeeding in that. Where I think uh, the- DC and Marvel could maybe do a little more in the comic book area. They've got other venues for kids to get into, like cartoons. Um, I'd say, I'd say, I, I would say with most characters like like Batman and, and like, like that, like Spider Man, most kids probably know them through stuff like cartoons yeah. and video games and. Movies. But you wouldn't you wouldn't pass off Death in the Family to your five year old cousin. God no, I would I would right? pass it off to my ten year old. No, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying is, um, no, but, but, Archie Sonic is a very good. Um, all ages book. It's literally all ages because you can read it as a five year old and you can read it as a forty five year old and still enjoy it. Maybe Whereas, you enjoy it more. Yeah, I mean, it, but um, with a lot of mainstream books, it's geared way more. Gritty. It's dark and gritty. It's and there's so much continuity that you have to keep up continuity. With, uh, which, with, to be fair, that would Sonic with pre Worlds Collide. Yes, Sonic, Sonic was, was that. that, that you know, I I don't think continuity is the villain here. I think it's um how, how they how maturity they it. I think yeah. it's how they the, handle the of, Yeah. I, yeah that's a that's a great be. point. because mm. um, you can Which you can f- use you can use continuity as an enticing thing. Like, well, they're talking about things that sound really interesting, so I want to go back and read the paddle. Mm. Sometimes I I think and you know, we've talked about this in previous arcs, sometimes I think in the Sonic series that continuity got the better of them. Yeah, because there are certain uh, I, and I, I keep going back to it, but Knuckles returns. If you have no, if that's the first thing you've ever read, it will not make a <clears throat> bit of damn sense to anyone. Yes. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think over time Ian handled it really well when he first got on the book, but over time he got he better had, at it. He had it better now because as, as we're going to come up to both um, and uh, Evil Reborn and Silver Saga reference things in the um, past books that I had not read, but I okay. still understood what was going yeah. on. And I still yes. enjoyed it, which. <laughs> I I may have to go back and reread Knuckles Returns now, but yeah, I cannot say that for Knuckles Returns. That would just confuse me to no end. I will say that uh, I reread both of these trades, and I read uh, Silver before uh, Sonic Saga Series number five, Evil Re- Reborn, Reborn. And I was like, well, I read this out of order. This is kind of weird to read I, Silver before. I'm glad I read Saga first because, like, I Silver makes sense to me. I, I get yeah, what they're talking about. Like, oh. I guess if I didn't know who Enerjack was, this would be really weird. weird. Yeah, but um, yeah, waves have changed. I, I'm looking forward to part four. Yeah, yeah. And then then after that, um, which part four has chaos? That's where he was. He's in the cover, yeah. Because oh. he was at the beginning of which we'll get to the great chaos caper coming out of the Master Emerald, where he was actually going down into the See, ocean to help them. What do you guys think about this? Because um, waves are like uh, the current. Uh, Unleashed arc is really tying heavily, at least, into the Knuckles arc. 
So, uh, and typically, for the most part, um, Universe has been very separate from the main Sonic title. Yeah. Except for, like, Journey into East and a couple of titles. Uh, but I personally really like that, oh, this is a global event, and we're seeing it from different characters' perspectives, but you also, um, it, it, it kind of just ties in. How do you guys feel about I that? Think it, yeah. I think Ian's handled this great way you could. Um, I mean, I I can't imagine there's there's many comic book fans who don't pick up both books. Yeah. But like, if, if you just got one and not the other, <clears> it, it doesn't, not reading the other one doesn't hurt it. Yeah. It just only, if you read both, it just adds to it. Which I think is the best way of doing it. If, if they would have made it so, like, where they're like, 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 say, Worlds Collide, where, like, say, Sonic Universe issue 65 is continued in Sonic 283, that would have been a bad way to handle it. I would have hated that. That, yeah, which is, um, which is something that, again, something like DC do that a lot was like, yeah, you know, well, they, that's, stories. that was the 90s. They used to do, I think, 90s and 80s, they used to do a continuing story in Batman Detective. Uh, like Batman would continue into Detective, or action would continue into Adventures of Superman. Well, they, to they, Superman. They, they recently did that recently with their, their Doom storyline. Yeah, like, that was going over like the four Superman books. But um, I think the way it handles now, well, again, you don't have to read it, both of them. You just if you read both, you get just not a lot more, but like just things make a bit more sense. Yeah, it's like oh hey chaos, perfect. That is perfect. Right. But um, moving on to I would have to say uh, cool. great chaos caper. Well, real quick, I do want to say about Waves of Change. Oh, yeah? Um, as far as for me, that it's my favorite arc Is since it? the reboot. All right, it's his reboot. I just like I said, Countdown to Chaos was good, but I was just kind of reminded constantly about the reboot. Yeah, Chaos, Ka- 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 uh, Countdown to Chaos acts more like a prologue to yeah, what yeah. the reboot was going to be. The chase I enjoyed, but it was a lot of video game elements I already knew. I already knew about Professor Pickle, the guy in manuscript. Well, the, ch- the chase they, isn't enough. The chase. Well, I met. Yeah. I met the issues between the three <clears throat> issues between. Countdown to Chaos and Waves of Change. It was mm. just very much. If you play the video games, you knew about Dark Gaia and Chip and Temples yeah. of Gaia, Professor Pickle. So this is the first I... one where it's unique and kind of stands out from the video games. Mm. And mm. I'm kind of starting to feel invested in the comic books. Like, oh, these are characters they're introducing that we probably won't see for a while. Mm. That well, they'll go back to. Like, well, they're doing that's a good point. They're doing what they did. Well, they're they're kind of doing what Ken Penders did and the, the early guys in Cantervic and um, and, and all and uh, Dasari, like all those guys from back in the day. They're kind of starting what they're doing because it's like, oh, Sega has this world, but we're different from that, so we're going to build our own world to support our own stories. Mm, right. and, I mean, that's what they did in the 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 30s and the 40s. You know, way back in the day, your grandpa's day. Um, but that's what they did. And sometimes they went a little too far. But um, overall, I think a lot of people that were reading at the time and people like me really appreciated that. And that's what Ian's doing. Yeah, Which, I, I just like it because it's it's probably odd to some people that just play the video games. But yeah. it's something new. And it's kind of... Even like Jennifer Hernandez's artwork, it was very mm-hmm. refreshing to me. Just because mm-hmm. I... Yeah. I can see elements of, like, early Tracy Yardley when he started on the book, and I really think she needs to come back and do more issues. And then Tracy obviously did part three, which she does an awesome job. And it was good to see him on the main book again. I I, I don't know why they they change artists so much during arcs, because I feel like they've been doing... That's been a a theme. Jennifer was supposed to do part three, 
originally. But oh yeah, I'm not sure because I like her art a lot. Yeah, she. I, yeah, I re- we, really want to see her. I, I'm just a sucker for consistency. I think if, yeah. the, if there's an arc, I would like the same penciler, inker, and colorist to right. do all four issues. We don't see that that doesn't happen. Yeah. That. And we'll but, talk about that again when we get to one of the trades. Yeah, but, and um, to go off what you just said, Bobby, I think Ian did the smart thing by bringing in game elements first and then right. going in the comics. Yeah. Because if you would have gone straight back into original, I think that was a smart way for him to like ease people in, like, well, and even games, like games, the, games. All and, of the fans that they got um, reading the book that play the video games for Worlds Collide, you know, if they went yeah. back to the comic book, you know, more oriented continuity, you would have lost those video game things yeah. that hopped on. Which they, to be fair, they kind of did for the first four art, for issues. Captain the Chaos is kind of more comic heavy than game heavy. Uh, well, I, I, I would say the first issue is very comic heavy. The second issue is is very comic heavy. But the last, the last, uh, the the later three, you spend the entire time in his own. I think that really helps. Mm. You spend it in, in a real zone. I only say that uh, the wood zone and knot hole don't really count. But, you, I mean, if you, you spend your time in, like, actual zones, I think that really helps mm. elevate the uh, comic-exclusive characters uh, for the video game connoisseur. <laughs> I'm trying to bring bring up this podcast. <laughs> trying to make it fancy. Which moving on. And anytime I talk, I bring it down. <laughs> that's, that's my job. Um, moving on to that would be a very game heavy um, arc, which would be the Great Chaos Caper. Yeah. Which yes. I would have to say is, even though we're only three issues into it, so far it's one of my favorite arcs. In, in just in the, I, I in would even books. go out on a limb and say it will be my favorite arc once it's finished. I would have to say Great Chaos Caper issue one is one of my favorite issues of any comic book ever. Yes, it's because the basic story is um, it, uh, basic story is you know uh, there's been Knuckles is, is on is on Angel Island and he's um, accompanied by Relic the the Pika. Yeah, new character, new character based off of a. Yeah, it's Pikachu. Don't say that. No, it's not. It's a a blue Pikachu. No, No, I'm kidding. I I mean, Ian Flynn has an affinity for big words. Ha ha. Uh, For uh, strange zoology. Uh, His internet handle was or is... Bumble King. uh, No, it's... uh, No, Ian the Potto. Yes. P-O-T-T-O. So uh, the story is basically um, Trouble has... Fallen upon Angel Island, and as um, one of you said earlier, chaos has broken out the Master Emerald, and he's jumping in to the to the sea. Under the it sea, it calls under the to sea, me. Under the sea, there'll be no accusations, just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he's, I forget, um, Knuckles is, is Knuckles is trying to find a, a guardian. Yes, the spirit this, that can restore the world. Yes, can restore the world, and he he, he stumbles upon. Um, the Chaotics, who have been hired by one Princess Sally. Mm-hmm. I, I forget, is she still a princess? Yes, yeah, she no, is. she is. She's been hired by the, um, the uh, she's been hired by Princess Sally to find Chaos Emeralds. Right. Yeah. Right. And so they kind of just decide, let's just have team up and do it, you know, whatever, we'll just hang out. I like the budge. stipulation, it's like, yeah, we were hired. No, Vector. We said that we'd do this because it's going to help save the world. We're going to get a lot of cash for this. <laughs> we're just going to get a yeah. sandwich. <laughs> We're, we, we're really poor. Please help us. 
and there's there's some good there's some good um like like mm-hmm. ca- character building moments between them like the interaction between Knuckles yeah. and Chaotix is very well and I love good. I love the Chaotix dynamic because I like it's like uh Charmy we have to hang out with Charmy and then Espio's like well would you like it rather be well, no, no. the wolves there's, there's a bit where Knuckles is pretty much flatter arcs why do you hang out with him yes and like Espio's like we can't leave him on his own he's a child <laughs> like, yeah. we, we have, if we don't look after him no one else will <laughs> so like, we can't leave him is that like is it officially now now that he's like an orphan that they're just taking care of uh, maybe because <laughs> like, I mean they can't they can't establish parents because it's, like, it's like where Vector, are his parents Vector and Espio legally adopted Charmy B yeah. and that's why they work together he's like it's like you see uh, uh, Vector with a pipe and uh, Espio in an apron and it's like all 50s and stuff like uh, leave it, leave, leave yeah. it to Charmy <laughs> leave it to Charmy <laughs> Mr. Wilson starring Charmy B as the B as the B <laughs> um and like, what's a really cool thing about issue one is that they're in Pumpkin Hill, and and various things that occur during it. Yeah, it's kind of Ian has said, and when it when it was revealed, I was like, that's freaking genius. It's a slight retelling of the Pumpkin Hill rap song, a, from ghost, a ghost pumpkin, soup. a ghost pumpkin yeah. soup. Because like, there's a lot of things where like Knuckles is like, the great emerald's power allows me to feel to find the emeralds and stuff. Can't see a thing. <laughs> it's, it's around, around somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. It's like, that's amazing, and uh, at, the, at the same time, over the course of this arc, um, uh, Knack the Weasel, um, Bark the Polar Bear, and Bean the Duck, the Dynamite Duck, the Dynamite, yeah, Bean the Dynamite, yeah. Well, in the game, in the game, it's games, called Dynamite Duck. In the, in the games, he's called Bean the Dynamite, but in the comic books, like he officially he's just called Bean the Duck, but like they put Dynamite in like quotation marks. Well, just uh-huh. like Knack, I think it was. Treasure Team Tango, they refer to him as Knack the Fanged Sniper. Yeah, yeah, because like now, because officially they, yeah, he's, he, they have to call him Knack the Weasel, but like he's, I believe he's, it's this like little ship called the Fang Sniper. I think no, it's the Marvelous called the Marvelous, Queen. yeah, the Marvel, okay, Marvelous yeah. Queen. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's why like, in it's because a lot of times what they do in the comic books, they'll be like in a, um, when they, when, they, when they first show a character, they'll be like, Song the Hedgehog, Hero of Mobius, you know, right, that tells yeah. Mo's prowess, Sonic's best friend. And for Knack, it was Knack the Weasel fanged sniper. Right, yeah, that, that, was, that, that was a really, yeah. really nice way of bringing that in. But um, and so there, you, you always like something about Knack's uh, design element that you were like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah, so they much. gave him a massive because um, Knack's design he always had like one fang sticking out. But for some reason, um, in this like they've they've had it for a while in Archie, but like his right. his tooth is like massive. Yeah, and it's it's it. I I believe that it originates back with Spaz. When Spaz did the cover to like thirty two, I think. Yes, where he had that giant fang hanging out. Yeah, and he's him yeah. and Sonic are battling on the Marvelous Queen. Yes. That's a yeah, beautiful yeah. cover, but he's got this huge honk. And I'm tooth. just like, because mm-hmm. like, I'm because this is you know based on on the games. I'm like I like things to look game like, which is why I I issue I have sometimes of SBO. Mm. where even though like chameleons, the horn is on the forehead in the in his game design. His horn is pretty much acts like a nose, like it's where his nose, a nose yeah, would it's be. Down, like, uh, it's down between his eyes. Line, where yeah, like if you if it was any other animal, that would be where his nose would be. Right. But sometimes in Archie, and um, even people like Tracy do it sometimes. Yeah. They put it on his, in his forehead, which I guess is technically more animal accurate. Um, but his yeah, game, but his game design is where the nose should be. Yeah. And so uh, and it's a very small point, and I'm like, <clears throat> it's, not, it's not where it should be. That's wrong. I don't know. I think it's fine. I didn't put it on his, his yeah. put, it, put it on his chin or something. I don't know. 
You're dead to me. <laughs> I don't know, and I, I, I like the giant honking tooth, too. I, I like it. Yeah. Okay, that, that's the seven where, like, I don't mind it, but I was just like, that ain't, you know, I was just like, okay. That's, you know, because I think that was the first time I'd seen it, so I was like, Is that, was that a mistake? I was like, no, he keeps having it, you still got it, that's... I guess that's his it's new, just his new grew design. since he was in a game. Like it's infected. <laughs> it's gonna turn yellow pretty soon. And it's just a big thing. Where, like they start, um, they just have a, a lot of big punch ups. Which is like, there's a nice thing where they have where being in this arc is pretty much Deadpool. Yeah. Like, well, he talks to the audience and his, has like epiphanies that are very relevant. To he the has movie epiphanies. He has um, his for the first like few pages, his dialogue balloons are upside down. Yeah, I love in part two. That was like my favorite part so far with Bean. Where I mean, his word bubble goes upside down. My favorite thing is um, the bit where like beat that basically the Chaotix think that Nax crew have the mm-hmm. emerald, and the Nax crew think that the Chaotix have the emerald, and so they go for a few pages of fighting, and Bean just like, wait a minute. If you if you think we have it, and we don't, and we think you have it, and you don't, why are we fighting? And I, there's this awesome panel where everyone's just like everybody's just sitting there like, yeah. oh. it's like we've been out, we've been outsmarted by being the duck. You well, know? I, I love how Ian writes it because it's it's kind of like um, you of all people educational. You know? <laughs> like it's like he's doing it uh, with this kind of professor cap on where he's like if one sh- if 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 this team thinks the said shiny is here then this team says that said sh- uh, shiny is here then therefore none no party has the said shiny, shiny. Has shiny. it's like he says it very eloquently and it's like well that like that i think makes the bit i th- i love um being the dog like yeah yes because he's, he's ian's favorite character and i can completely see why oh, yeah, well yeah and you can tell because you can tell he has fun writing he has the yeah. best dialogue like it, it, no yes. matter like even Tracy writes him good as well. Like he in in Pirate Plunder Panic, like yes. being still mm-hmm. one of the best parts in that. Like, oh, yeah. People people were complaining online that oh we went from Pirate Plunder Panic with Bean and now we're gonna have this arc with Bean. That's a little bit of Bean overexposure. And I'm like, man, as long as it's written well, it shouldn't be a problem, right? I'm liking it. Like, I think I it's good. Well, yeah. I think I think we we've had we had two arcs since then. If it's been we had one arc since in, in between, didn't yeah, we? Shadowfall. Is that yeah, just well. Shadowfall. My memories. I thought. We I had think two. since Shadowfall, we needed some levity, so we needed to bring the duck back. Well, again, it's yeah. like Shadowfall wasn't the best, so yes. bring back yeah. bring back what works, bring back well, Dean and Bark. I really like because if you notice his design, he now has his ponytail from Sonic the Fighters. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, he's more. He looks closer to what he looks like in Sonic the Fighters. I think now. they work so well as a. They're almost like the Jan Silent Bob of Sonic yeah. characters. But like he's just well doesn't shut up talking about shit and beans and um Bark just like I want I want I want Bark to have one of those uh Silent, cat, uh, like Silent Bob, Bob moments, moments where he's like he's very philosophical and then he just shuts up for another hundred issues. It's like wow, where did that come from? It would have been funny if Bark was the one who was like, Wait a minute, none of us have it and they were like, He spoke, oh my god <laughs> Um yeah. but then the- I, I will say I also like Bark because um, they're do Ian's doing this whole hidden morality in this very silent brawler character. Yes. Mm, yeah. Like you get hints of I'm not really okay with this, and next like shut up, we're villains. And it's like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's there's a moment where I forget the exact, but like there's a moment where like Bark just kind of looks very mournful. I think when they're yeah. flying away, he just looks very mournful. Which is I like that. It's it's cool. And then And I I mean it's it's great depth to these characters. I mean and you wouldn't you wouldn't be like 
Oh, Sonic comic. These characters are very deep. Well, you well, well you wouldn't be like, hey, a comic featuring that stupid duck and polar bear from that one Sonic fighting game that's terrible would be good characters in the book. Yeah, you know? right. but like they're amazing. Yeah. And then, um, well, the big thing is that because again, um, the thing about the Archie book is that the um, the front covers, the solicitations for um, issues go up like it, months in advance. Yeah. And so we saw that like Chip was going to be a big part of it, and that turns out being the the guardian that Knuckles is looking for. Yes. Which in part one, I assume that the one who told Knuckles about that was Takal. Mm. Yes, but I don't know why we don't get to see her. Why don't we get to see her? Is it a Sega mandate? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I, I mean, there are rumors that it's like, oh, you can't. What? Why can't well, we I, see Takal? I, I've heard that certain characters, like possibly like Mephilus, Eggman, Nega. But those I but, can understand. I want Mephilus. Mephilus, like he's Mephilus. dead. He's technically dead. He doesn't no, exist, he, doesn't, right? Yeah, in the encyclopedia, it said that he exists in the void left behind in the 06 timeline that was wiped away. That he's still there. Really? Because they were, before the reboot, going to bring in Mephilus. Wait, I thought. He's been saying for a while that, like, the, the two things he, want, he wanted to bring in from 06 was Silver, which he did, and Mephilus. Right. He's been saying that for a while, that Mephilus And he was in the encyclopedia, and they mm. said that he still did exist. Well, whatever plans he had for Mephilus, I'm fairly certain, thrown out the window. Because he said, like, I've heard him say that every plan he had for the book pre-reboot, thrown out the window. Well, also, no, matter, no matter what it was. No well, matter also, if it, uh, at this point, post-reboot, every single Sonic game has happened, yeah. except for Unleashed, which is happening now. Right. And, uh, Lost, uh, World Lost World and Chronicles, but Chronicles. and yeah. all the Sonic versus Mario Olympic games. Probably, they're still coming. They're still coming. Issue three hundred. Sonic versus Issue Mario. Three. <laughs> Sonic versus. They, yeah, they got to clear it was awesome. legal. <laughs> it's going to be Mario instead of Mario. <laughs> Mario. Mario. <laughs> Mario and Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> but um, hey, Sonic, you want to play in the Olympics? Sure, Mario. Mario. Memorio. Memorio. It's a giant like uh, that that game you play the memory game. The memory. <laughs> but yeah, they um they they meet Chip, and then wackiness ensues. Well, remember, they take a dive into Aquatic Mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this oh. book again. Um, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Great Cascaper Part 4. That's the book I'm most looking forward to getting next, yes. next month. It's well, and, and basically, they're in Aquatic Mine. You know, they're close. They're closer to the core of the planet, so the Dark Gaia creatures are coming up from, yeah. the, from the chasm, whatever you want to mm. call it, and they have to deal with the Dark Titan, which I, lo- I love the way that Tracy drew the Dark Titan because those, those, char- <clears throat> those characters aren't that easy to yeah. draw just because they don't really... They're not really formed. They're, like, in the game. Well, they're kind of gaseous, aren't they? Well, yeah, they, they don't really have, they're like... They're very fluid. Yeah, if you look at them up close, yeah, they're very fluid. They don't have, like, solid lines yeah. or a, a solid form most times. I'm liking it, yeah. Um, in, in Marat... God, I, 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 feel, I, like, I feel like the last part of that, of that city's name is, like, not safe for children. Because I want to say Maropis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. I, I just I please Ian Flynn write how we're supposed to say this, or call it Mar- Maropolis. Use B Shrine. No, that's not it. You you said this. You said this. Stop stop picking names. This is a combo for children. Because it's M E R O P I S. Maropis. Yeah. Yeah. It's Maropis. 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 
Ian, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's just like Dr. Fukurokov. I'm gonna... I love like Fukurokov. <laughs> I, I want to see those characters back soon. Yeah, I, I think. While, I mean, they're Sega we, characters. Yeah, while, we come back. yeah, while we speak, I'm gonna tweet Ian and be like, how do we, how do we pronounce this thing? Yeah. Are we supposed Rock to say place? this? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah... Because, um, I mean, I, I, I mean I, I, it's like uh, Metropolis, but with Meropiss, it just... The way the word is structured... You kind of have to say piss instead of like metropolis. It just comes like Meropis. Meropis? I want to say Meropolis. Meropolis or something like that. It's it's not those. Meropis. Meropis? Meropis. Meropis. Maybe I'm, maybe we're overthinking this. Maybe I just <laughs> overthought it so much. <laughs> what were we talking about? Which I, I love how he incorporated the Dark Guardian already. From Unleashed. Mm. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Are all these, um, are all of these Dark Gaia monsters, especially the ones in um, uh, Waves of Change, are those in the game? Because I don't remember seeing the big guy at the end of, I- of this current issue. The Dark Guardian? Is that what that is? Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the, the boss from Arid Sands, the Dark Guardian. And I, I don't remember the worm, the, the, the worm. Yeah, those Ocean were the, swimmy guys. those eels that would pop out of like the little uh, pools of water, okay. like in arid sands, and they were in a few other levels. They would pop I, up and shoot energy balls. So this at you. guy with the big knifey thing coming out of his forehead—he's in the game. Yeah, he's supposed—he looks different. He doesn't have all of all of his armor, but yeah, he's the Dark Guardian because he has that. Okay. That, he has that uh, battle axe. Mm. Okay, because I—I so I mean, I think it may be like a variant because I know that one was like. Because I, I, I mean, power from the moon. I'm fine with them making up uh, dark Gaia monsters, mm. but I was just curious because I, oh, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't recognize him. Mm. It's been it's been a long time since I played Unleashed because yeah. I don't have a 360 myself, and I think my it's game really... got delisted. That or, sucks. I was like, oh, I'm almost done, and then and I was like, oh, oh man, I'm on a tornado level. I don't want to finish this. <laughs> yeah, those levels kind of suck. But yeah, yeah. um. So, you know, next month, we're going to get the exciting conclusion of two arcs. One I think we enjoyed, and one I think we loved so yeah. far. Um, moving on, I guess quickly, um, there was also the release of earlier of two graphic novels. We'll start with the um, Sonic Saga Collection, Five Evil Reborn. They're a bit of backstory that's supposed to come out a, a while ago. November. November of 2013, yeah. and a lot of people thought, because, you know, with the recent Ken Penders lawsuit, because Enerjax is a big Ken Penders creation. I love how you say that name. It's just Enerjack, but you, you say it like a breakfast cereal. Enerjack. Enerjax! Part of a terrific, terrific breakfast. breakfast. They're Enerjack! They're Penders! <laughs> <laughs> they are Penders. Um, yeah. Which is weird, because, again, as you said earlier, the um, solicitations, the original ones, it was called Enerjack Reborn. Right. And so a lot of people were like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, And then once they started saying that the name was changed, some people were like, oh, no, they're going to like change the content. What's going to happen? I, I said I was going to go and look through the issues and try and see if anything was changed. But I read it, and I didn't, I didn't compare or anything, but it looks very, very intact. Yeah, I flipped through the graphic novel. I haven't read it yet. Um, but I didn't notice, like, Leanda was still called Leanda. Yeah. Julie Sue was still there. They, they, they say Albion a lot. And that's that's one thing that in the reprinted issues uh, in, like, the magazine, whenever they uh, say um, 
Albion, they'd rewrite it as the Echidna Homeland. So I, I, I think if you can say Albion, I think I'm saying that right, um, you can pretty much do anything else. Well, I, I believe wasn't it part of the law? No, part of the the condition of the lawsuit was that they could re, they could reprint past yes. stuff, but they, not but they couldn't content. they couldn't make any new content with those characters. Yeah, no new content. I believe another thing. Um, about the lawsuit was that they had to give credit to Ken Penders for the things that he created. And they don't. And I'm very happy about that. I, I think it's just like if he wrote for a story or provided artwork, they have to give him credit and he has to be on the front of the book. Since he, I, didn't, since he didn't directly provide anything for that, I think that's why. I am fairly certain that, that he has said that well, they are supposed to do like how in Superman it's like Created by uh, Schuster and Siegel, Superman created by Schuster and Siegel, or Batman created by Bob Kane. They have to do that for. Um, oh, hey, Enerjack, uh, concept by Ken Penders, <sighs> or uh, Leon Da created by Ken. I'm Penders. glad they don't though, because that's stupid. It's dumb. Uh, it's completely idiotic, and I'm glad that yeah, I, I'm glad he gets no credit for it. He doesn't deserve it. Well, even like the the name of the Echidna homeland, like that that's the name of a setting in Fable. I mean, that's not yeah. like you know, that's not. But like I mean, in in that context, context, I think they were worried, and I think that's why they pulled it in the first place. Right. Um, but maybe maybe that's why maybe that's why because apparently, uh, Penders has said on Twitter uh, numerous times that he and Archie are now on good terms. Yeah. So right. I, I imagine that's probably why it was delayed. And so I guess they worked everything out. Right. Yeah. You know, we're now that I guess again we probably won't ever see people like Scourge again. But at least, at least it means that their reprints. The one be thing affected. I will say about Scourge is that he's on the cover to the next. Um, yeah, best of best of novel. But it, it's it's not approved uh, licensor yeah. approval, but. I mean, that's kind of bizarre, and I think that gives false hope to a well, lot yeah, of people who I, I really got, like it. I got know? all excited, like, oh, oh, he's actually coming back. I um, don't think he's ever going to come back. No, oh, I don't well, think he is either. I mean, I don't think they'd even want to chance that. I mean, even though um, he, he's got, you know, goateed knuckles, which, uh, I mean... Let's, 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 not, let's, yeah. not, let's not get into that right now, because... Just, just, just the, that level of, of hypocrisy just angers me. But uh, yeah. Yeah, getting back to Energy Returns, Bob, do you want to explain the, the basic story? Yeah, so the basic story, if I remember correctly, Knuckles is going back to Angel Island because he's been gone for a while to check on his dad, Locke, who is the Guardian. Um, and he gets ambushed by the Destructix mm-hmm. and handed over to the Dark Legion... Um, because here, Finitevis has came back and has this whole plot to bring back Enerjack. And he's manipulated everybody. Dimitri, who was the original Enerjack, um, who fled from Finitevis to warn Sonic and all of them for Enerjack's return. He's manipulated the Dark Legion, who's in a civil war, a civil war to kind of come to a peaceful agreement. Yeah. Um, and here, the entire time, he was planning on essentially brainwashing Knuckles and channeling Enerjack's spirit through Knuckles to bring him back. Mm-hmm. He he seduced Knuckles and he possessed Knuckles and put a spell on him and made him evil and crazy. Yeah, and then put a spell on the Master Emerald and yeah. locked it so that way nobody else could... The nice, well, the nice thing with that though is that, that 
Oh, oh, basically, pretty much everything what you just said is explained in backups. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, for the first part of it, it was just like, Enerjax has returned! Oh my god, Enerjax has returned! We can't find Knuckles! Because the point is, like, Sonic and Tails are trying to find Knuckles. And, um, the Freedom Fighters are just hearing stories that Enerjax is just destroying random places. Right. And then it gets to the bit where um, Sonic and Knuckles, sorry, Sonic and Tails, get, get onto the Angel Island... I think I think they even get to the Emerald Shrine, maybe. But like, yeah, no, they got inside. Yeah, yes. but Knuckles isn't there. And here, Finnetevis was hiding. The hiding time. Yeah. In there. I have to. I have to ask: Was it surprising that Knuckles was Enerjack? Uh for me, no, because I I knew that it, that okay. it was beforehand. Uh, okay. It's because you know this is a pretty old story, and I just you know. I mean, I, I I can't remember the first time I read it. If I was surprised, I don't think I was. Um. I, I, well, I don't know if I was. I, I, I can't was. remember. Yeah, I, I, because they didn't explain like because Knuckles just left. He took the guiding star gem mm-hmm. and just left, and that that was it. And then all all of a sudden, I think it was after House of Cards, um, at the very end of part two, Dimitri yeah. comes out of nowhere and just you know tells them that Enerjack is returning. Which is really it's like wait, but you're not Enerjack? What's going on? Well, yeah, and I I remember. Seeing that issue, and I was, uh, yeah, I, if memory serves me right, I was pretty surprised. It's like, I heard it was a crap, it's Knuckles. I heard it was literally, it was, it was originally going to be uh, Remington. Yes. Who's my favorite, my favorite uh, echidna from the, created by Ken Penders. Like, I think, I think he's the best. I, I, I really like that character. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. Um, I no idea who he was. He's that guy with the awesome hair and the, uh, Antoine? He is Antoine. <laughs> I miss that that's not a wig anymore. Like, I loved that that was a wig yes. in the old comics. Antoine yes. wore a wig? Yes. Um, I think <laughs> yes, Ian... I think, what? Yes, I think Ian explained it as Sonic played a prank on Antoine as a kid, and the hair got, like, burnt off or, like, got pulled off or something got messed up with the hair, so he was bald. So, so, so he like put Stifley, on a wig. So, like, stiffly in Siam. Yes. So he put on a wig... And every once in a while, Sonic would go by and be like, boo, and the wig would pop off, and then eventually it grew back. But I was like, oh, that's such a cute little character thing. Like, uh, Antoine's so, like, into himself and kind of self-conscious. He's so that insecure. He would, he has to yeah, he would put a wig. And, I, I mean, I think that was, like, a great character um, development. Like, I thought that was beautiful. That's the, that's the whole reason why the book was, was rebooted, so I could just remove that from the canon. Yes. They just, they, they just couldn't have that anymore. Like, we can, we <laughs> can have nerves. We can have bivalve. But we can't have that wig. I mean, it's just stupid. But um, basically, Enerjack comes back, and it's Knuckles, and then there's a nice bit where um, Sonic and Tails are on their way back to, um, because they're on the Fulton Island, and they're like, Knuckles, uh, Sonic and um, Enerjack's attacking the whole city. And stuff like, oh, shit. So they go back, and... There's a nice bit where they, um, before... Before um, they realize that it's Knuckles, Sonic starts fighting him, and I believe Shadow turns up as well. Yes, because yeah. they get a message out to Gun, and Shadow just recently joined Gun and is their best agent. So I love, I love that. That's the reveal for Shadow being like being a good guy now, or uh, being part of Gun now. It's like, hey, they sent me over here, and it's like, what? Because, yeah, because um, because um, the the Freedom Fighters they're trying to like they're using their like computer scans and they get in contact with Rouge. And they're like, Rouge, you've been under attack. And she's like, whatever, I'll speak the gun. We'll send our best agent. Yeah. Relax, guys. Everything's under control. And I think that was the first time that they kind of mentioned Stormtop Village and Monkey Con. 
which yeah. kind of yeah. foreshadowed the whole Iron yeah. Dominion thing. Because yeah, yeah, there's a bit where like mm. it's like you know down on the Freedom Fighters are you there? Monkey Kong, come in! And, like, which, and they all the, show up. Yeah, later. Down, yeah, all of those guys eventually showed up. And it's it's years. also great because there's like they they develop like those things develop off screen too, mm. and it's like oh, right. okay. I, I didn't... There is a little bit that I didn't remember um, from previous volumes. Um, Eggman was at a truce with them, and they um, he was blocking their outgoing calls to other Freedom Fighter groups. I don't remember well, that. There, is, they, there was a slight... Isn't that in... Um, doesn't that end the last one where they make a slight truce about something? Yeah, where... Once they find out that Enerjack is returning, it was like the prologue. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Eggman. So that's after the whole... I forget what the story was called where he burns down Not Whole and, you know, tries to capture everybody and the egg grapes. And Eggman yeah. Empire? Yeah, the Eggman Empire. So that's after, and he has the egg notulus, and he's trying to download the virus into new Mobotropolis. I, I can't believe... Nicole. That slipped um, my mind. And that's when Eggman says that he has incomplete files on Enerjack, so they call a temporary truce and eventually yeah. decide to work mm. together there's, to try to stop There's Enerjack. a really nice bit where um, Enerjack is, is attacking like Nothole, and Eggman comes, pretty much just like like takes away Enerjack. He's like, yeah. you know, he's like, I wouldn't want. He's like, I've taken now. I'll, I want you to rebuild your city, so I'll have the pleasure of destroying it. Like, yeah. and then yes. literally he goes away, <laughs> and Sonic's just like, huh. I guess technically he he didn't double cross us. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like so it's like no, you know what like, we actually came out pretty good that way. Yeah. Because you know? even like in that issue where they call the truce, I remember it's like Eggman's in the shadows smiling at Sonic. You know, there's, there's he's a, going to prepare himself, and Sonic's like, man, I, I feel dirty. I need a shower. There's a really so, yeah. nice bit where I, I believe I think they used it as as um as the back cover for one of the sagas, where it's just it's them like shaking hands. Yeah, yes. that was the cover that was yeah, the, of that issue where they. Like, yeah, it's, it's a really, yeah. really good, really. Isn't good he crossing bro. his fingers behind his back? Yeah, too? yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I have to say, I love Ian writing Eggman. Like, that's my oh, favorite awesome. portrayal. I'd say yeah, the the colors writers are a very close second, especially in Lost. In World. Lost that was World, the one in, part of the story that I enjoyed was the way that Eggman. Eggman yeah, but like Ian's Eggman is is amazing because um, it's got it's got the good parts from I think all of the. Eggman continuities because mm. it's got it's got it's got the sinisterness of exactly, the Saturday yeah. morning. He's the goofiness of the yeah. game slash. Well, that's why that's why I like what the 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 current writers in the games do because Eggman he's a threat and he does funny things, but he's not a joke like yeah. he was in like right. say Heroes or Shadow the yeah. Hedgehog, you know. Yeah, and you said that so like oh god, yeah, don't mind me. Um, but but yeah, so and then um. There's, a, there's there's lots of nice bits where and I guess told a lot of the backstory with um, with White Echidna who ripped off Zachary from SDC. He's my Finitivist. favorite comic exclusive character. Don't Have you read SDC? He ripped off no. Dr. Zachary from SDC. I, Not really. I, but like, it's very there's a, there's a white there's an evil White Echidna in SDC called well, Dr. Zachary who's I like who's like, better. Who's like part robot like this yeah, guy I, is. I've, I've he's seen, not part robot. He looks part robot. No, he's just um, he's more he's mystic. He's not robotic at he all. Actually, I mean, the whole point of this this thing is getting away from technology, technology yeah. which is a really cool. Uh, I, I think it's a really good plot point because like even, even though even though um, the Freedom Fighters are fighting against this big looming technic um, threat, they're still enthralled in technology. 
like everyone's enthralled in technology, even though they're fighting they, against this even they worse. Cold, which is you know they'd be screwed about that. Yeah, and it's like it's this really interesting like, but he's like Rachel Wolf. He's like he's <laughs> taking it to the very extreme you see of the, the actual yeah. Level. Yeah, and I, I love too. Like he incorporates the the warp rings into the comic. Yes, mm. that, that's like almost like a, a weapon. Even in Knuckles Returns, you know, he's equally as powerful oh, as Knuckles, so but that's how he gets the upper hand. See, I love the, the ending of this book. Like this I, I love that of that story. Oh, well, of this one, of this old Knuckles Returns. No, of Evil Reborn. Returns. Which oh yeah, because there's a bit where it involves mm-hmm. Knuckles' father, and I had never seen him in in a book before. No idea really who he mm-hmm. was. But, um, do you want to spoil it? It's, it's an old story. Yeah, it's, it's way old. Yeah. So basically, the old thing is that, um, Knuckles has Enerjax, because, uh, because, um, Sonic and, uh, uh Knuckles' girlfriend, Lara Sue. Julie Sue. Julie, Julie Sue. He's dating his daughter. Julie Sue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't put it past Panthers. Um, Sonic and, and Knuckles' girlfriend, um, trying to obviously rescue Knuckles yeah. from being Enerjax. And Knuckles' father is like, that boy is a constant disappointment to me for reasons why I don't really explain in this book, but I don't like him that very much. Okay, whatever. And it's like, they, their only plan is to, they have this weapon which they're going to use which would which would destroy Enerjax, which obviously would in turn kill Knuckles. Sonic and, and Julius Sue, not thrilled with this plan. And there's, there's a nice... I love how, how Sonic's just smiling the whole time. He's like, oh, he, I'll he go along with yeah, it. He doesn't say anything. Like, oh, yeah, hey, I'll get it for you. Well, no, no, there's, no there's a bit where, like, he says that, and Juice was like, "What? How dare you say this?" And like, like, come on, Sonic, we're going. He's like, "Actually, I'm kind of into this plan. You know, yeah. why not? Let's have a look." There's a bit where I felt it felt to me like a bit of an odd detour, where they bring in Scourge and the um, Destructix. Well, the interesting thing about that is back in Birthday Bash, which um, they haven't released in trade, which I hate. It makes no sense. Yes. Like, I wish they would have bumped it up. Like to sixteen ninety nine and put those two issues in because those I love those. That's a really fun intro story if you're trying to get into Sonic or getting into the old continuity. That's a really good way to get in. Right. That like that just speeds up. I haven't up the read pace. it. I want to read it. It's well, really good. And, and that element it goes back to Birthday Bash when Scourge and Rouge were saved by Finnetevis, who had this plan even back then, even when he was in the Dark Legion and posed as mm-hmm. a high ranking Legionnaire. Um, and then obviously Rouge didn't agree with Finnetevis or Scourge, and then it was revealed Fiona was cheating on Sonic with Scourge, so then she went with him. Um, and it explains how he saved the Destructix when Mogul abandoned them. So yeah. that's where they mm-hmm. come in, because they've been kind of established here and there as his like personal army to help yeah. him carry this out. It, it just, um, like, it, it's a nice little fight scene, but it just, again, maybe just because I'm, I'm not fully aware of who these characters are, to me, it just kind of felt like padding. They're kind like, of like let, a like, like, like let's that. just pad out this these three pages with a fight scene. Well, even know? even then, it's I think it's fairly well explained that they're a mercenary team they're, they're, that is hired to protect they're, this. They're, thing. they're hired. Their plan is pretty much to destroy the weapon to, mm. that would be used to destroy the Jacks. And then there's a nice bit where Sonic just does that anyway. He's like, you know, I'm not going to let you kill Knuckles. And so after that happens, Scourge is like. Like, I, he's like, I wanted to do that. And then I just yeah. leave. Like, well, no, no. He, he, what he says is, well, that was my plan from the beginning. I thought of it first. <laughs> yeah, and he's yes. very indignant about it. He's like, well, I'm better than you. <laughs> and then they just leave. Yeah. And then it, it, it comes up with, like, there's this thing where um, Sonic's plan is just to turn... <laughs> it's this great thing where he's like, um, Sonic's plan is to turn super 
and in his own words, I'm going to do what I did with... Uh, he goes, goes to Knuckles, Knuckles, I'm going to do to you what I did to Perfect Chaos. I'm going to beat the evil out of you. It's <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's like a sonic idea. Yeah. I'm going to beat the crap out of you and to make you nice again. That's, like, that's amazing. That, that's, a nice, that's probably one of my favourite favorite fights in the yeah. book. Like, like Super Sonic versus Jack's Knuckles. It's a yes. really cool fight. Well, and even it opens up with the giant explosion. It's like, oh, that's how Shrine Isle came to be. It was, yeah. it was the Master Emerald Shrine. And it just basically blew apart. And now it's just a floating piece of rock that the Master Emerald's on. Mm. Master Emerald's on, like in the video games now. <laughs> Which, yeah, I like that. That's cool. And then, um, the basic thing is that to harness the power of the... Um, the, the basic plan to, to free Knuckles is someone has to kind of... Someone who's in tune with the Emerald... Has to kind of sacrifice themselves to kind of use their power to break free. And originally, <clears throat> Captain Ant Man, Archimedes. Archimedes. Archimedes is like, I'll do it because like he's like, you know, Archimedes. This is all. Like, this is something I didn't understand. Uh, uh, Lo- Lo- Loki. Like, what's the name? Loki. Loki. Loki's um. That pretty much blames Knuckles for this. For things I don't understand. Like, this is his fault. He didn't do his job properly. So well, basically, Knuckles left Angel Island yeah. and bat- way back in the Return to Angel Island story before Ian Flynn. Well, and if you read Ken Pender's Knuckles, if you read the entire thing, it's a really nice ending because all of Knuckles' life, his father has been messing with him. He left him as a child in the middle of the woods to fend for himself and to learn and become a man, like as a child. He experimented him uh, on him as a baby. He did these awful, awful things that anybody would look at and be like, yeah, you're kind of a crappy dad. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I think that this was the perfect um, ending where it was like, you know what, I'm not a great dad, and I've been blaming my son for months for doing something that really I shouldn't have expected him to do because I've, I really haven't done... Uh, what my responsibility as a father has been. And, you know, throughout the arc, you've got people being like, uh, like Archimedes, like, yeah, we failed him. Get, uh, you, you, better, you better come to the realization quick about that. And Julius Soon's like, yeah, we, you did. And so I think it's a beautiful point where he's like, you know what, I, I did. This is what I should do. This is my... Mm, what, because, this is me being a father to my son. Which is, again, because that's because Archimedes was the one who was going to sacrifice himself. Love yeah. was like, no, he's my boy. It's my responsibility. And again, this is my first book with this <clears throat> character. Didn't know too much about it, but I like that. I, yeah. I like that. Even though you could kind of see that coming in my way, maybe. But like, I like that. I like the idea. Like, he sacrifices himself. He finally steps up and be, yeah. he's a dad. You know, it's like, I yeah. almost cried. Like, I, I, I don't remember, like... It's been years, but I like I started tearing up during it, and it's like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's a really nice moment. It's, it's, again, again, not knowing the person, I wasn't that emotionally involved. It was just, it was just a, a good idea. So I was yeah. like, I yeah. like that. It was good stuff. And, and this see, is actually one of the 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 points where, if you go back in the day, Ken Penders like was raving against Ian Flynn because of this, because yeah. he wrote a death scene for Locke uh, years ago during. 25 years later which I reread because I, I wanted to reread it because I just read this and I remembered it um, and this is a better death scene because it's not he's a better writer than Ken's of course and uh, you know that's that's why because Ken Penders there's nothing wrong with what he did he, what he did was a, a nice tribute to his father where it was like you know not everyone goes 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 and dies in a 
big, you know, ball of fire and, and that, stuff like this. Fun, fun, so yeah. it was like, oh, his dad is dying in a hospital bed, and it's going to take a while. And it's like this automatic regret that Knuckles feels. Like, oh, no, my dad. I'm so sad about my dad. But it's like, you should be kind of mad at your dad because he's been a terrible dad and all this. And it's a lot of text. It's just a lot of text and a lot of inner monologue, which is not always the best way to convey a story like that. I'd be like that. I'd be like this. That, that's a perfectly valid thing. Yeah. I would argue, and you know, people can, can say I'm wrong about this, mm-hmm. but I children's book like Sonic maybe shouldn't have something that adult yeah for a character's death they're something similar with Antoine's Antoine's death oh, yes. I think that was done Antoine. way better though that was because that was only a few pages yeah, yeah. And, like, this was like 15 pages it was like half the book it was like half the book like the like, cover story I'm was like, you know what? again I, I do agree with, with Penn about that not every character has to yeah. die in a sacrifice because it's if everyone does that it gets predictable and boring so I, mm-hmm. I agree with him on that regard but I don't know just like in a so generally I'm not saying that the Sonic book shouldn't deal with things like character deaths cause the, 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 yeah. but like I'm saying like just for maybe for a children's franchise like this having someone slowly die in a hospital bed isn't exactly well, what kid you know? Yeah. I, I, I guess people could could disagree with that. I, 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 honestly, I think the Antoine point is really great because that was a really well done, concise story. Um, that was like it, it was more dialogue than monologue, and I think it came across a lot better because you had a lot more emotion through um, visual storytelling, mm. and I think that. Ken Pender's story could have benefited from that instead of like it felt some of the pages felt like walls of text and I mean not that it's a bad thing but a lot of Ken's stuff felt that way even when I started reading the comic at you know at a young age I was very much you know yeah. get on with it I didn't really understand everything that the characters were saying it was a lot of dialogue and I, I just I, I mean it wasn't a bad thing but when I was younger I just wanted to see a little bit more I, I was almost yeah. Which, bored so that's why I would argue again I'm not saying that uh, children's comics shouldn't be for all ages I'm saying again I'm, I'm not saying you, you know it's you can't do it but right. maybe you should you should tailor your storytelling to the market yeah because this is primarily marketed towards children giant monologues which I I, I do think arc one of Worlds Collide the first two issues mm-hmm. suffer from this a bit which very dialogue and text heavy yeah well, like, there's certain pages in like the certain issues um, that the first few pages of like Wiley and Eggman were like there's virtually no artwork they were yes. like Eggman and Wiley in the middle like they're surrounded by like dialogue balloons yeah which, which yes. I get that which I get you need you need that to convey the story because Worlds Collide you have, to, you have to get all of this like where are we what's doing who, who's doing what now we need, we need, I get you need to know that but um Sometimes again, like maybe not, maybe don't throw too much dialogue at a primarily children. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm not opposed to like monologues and comments. I'm just I, saying, again, it's, likewise, yeah. it's a visual medium, and I mean, yes, reading is a visual action, but I mean, you've got you've got an artist too, mm. and I mean, it, it's better to utilize them than um, than be like, oh, the just. Right, right Any, right. anything that's that's a visual medium. I mean, maybe comics not less so than say like a cartoon or a movie, mm. but like sometimes it's better to show, not tell. 
Which, well, which, no, which, that's which, true. In, which, in comics, it's it's absolutely yeah. true. I mean, obviously, it, it's easier to convey someone like that in like a, a fully formed movie yeah. than animation or TV show. But like, even still, you know, if you if you have a if you have a good enough artist um, that you 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 know you put your trust into, mm. um, and that's what the collaborative process is you put your trust into another yeah, person to uh, forward your work yeah yeah so uh, another thing about that is i think that how ian did it leads better to character development on knuckles part knuckles doesn't get that goodbye not very more dramatic not right. very many like not everyone gets that goodbye and like he misses that death he misses his father finally stepping up for him and I think that that, I, and he was going to do things with that in, in continuity, and he, uh, he he played with it in uh, Knuckles Returns a little, I think. But um, well, no, I Knuckles, think that's, there's uh, this this directly lead because there's a yeah. at the end of it there's like a there's like a story story that happened I think two issues later, and then at the end of that it says like this this is continued yeah. in Knuckles Returns, you know, by trade paperback, yeah, plug right. plug plug, you know. Well, and you know the the whole. Um, Endangered Species arc was then, you know, after a follow-up to Knuckles Returns, and then I think well, Finn Tevis was supposed to be a part yeah. of, like, it was leading up to a lot of Knuckles-centric stories. I feel like that story, uh, what, what was it again? Endangered Species. Endangered Species was going to be the ending point of Knuckles coming to terms with his father's death and the whole Enerjack thing. Like, I feel like that was going to be the the book end of it. However, there was still Finitevis out there who escaped. Yes. So, which I, I kind of got, he was supposed to be more of a recurring, like, Eggman is yeah. the Sonic. Finitevis he was going to have a bigger role. But yeah, that was supposed to be, like, the end of that whole thing. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, Finitevis, I, I, I was an excellent character that I think, um... Douglas Ackley's better. Fight me IRL. I don't. I, I, you know, if you were, I'm right. I'm standing right here. If you wanted to start something, I, I guess, I guess, come at me, bro. <laughs> uh, okay, get on my level. Ow! Oh my gosh, my eyes! I claim victory. My but, uh, pancreas. And the winner is <laughs> Gareth. You're right. He's in your face. So, Dang um, it. just so I mean, I like this. On if if I was if I was to rank all of the because of, of the five saga books so far. Yeah. I probably rank this third Ooh. after Eggman Empire and House of Cards. I like uh, that's that's impressive to me because I thought I thought for sure that the whole Enerjack thing would have really bit you in the butt. Yeah, I <laughs> thought you would think of it like Knuckles Returns because one of the one of the things about you is like you'll read a book and it's like I don't understand any of this. I don't See, like these characters. The thing is, the thing, it's like, I have no problem with continuity, but it's something Stanley. It's something that a lot of modern comics yeah. don't do very well. Stanley always said every comic book is somebody's first. Yeah. So you yes. should write it in a way not not be redundant with it. But you should try and write it in a way where it's accessible. Exactly, which yes. sometimes and Knuckles Returns is not accessible. Yes, you know sometimes. Well, I'm pretty sure doesn't it open up with General? I think Tom it does Stryker start and Cat Weasel with the dingoes. Jeez, man, Cat Weasel. I know that's like, like holy moly. I haven't seen him since the actual Knuckles series. The thing of yeah, his last appearance actually. <laughs> the thing that makes this. Um, not as confused as some of the other ones is is the backups where it gives yeah. you much needed backstory and also just just in terms of really 
this is a bit more because really all you need to know is that Enerjax just, just basically just Knuckles has been corrupted. He's evil. Yeah. Like even without knowing the it's full backstory, para- parallax. It's pretty much just like Knuckles has turned. It's been turned evil by by White Knuckles, Knuckles' father, Old Knuckles, <laughs> not too happy. Old Knuckles sacrifices himself to save Knuckles from evil White Knuckles. That's pretty much how I view this book. <laughs> evil White Knuckles is just something that. <laughs> For some reason, bothers me. Um, but I'll roll with it. You were saying also that you thought you might prefer the backups to be all collected. At the I end? thought because it's um I, I know because the way the way it's written is like you know the focus kind of like ways to change and yeah. into the dark. It's like fifteen pages of of evil Enerjax reborn. Yeah, five bit backup and and the backup in each for because it's it's a four issue arc. The backup for each issue is like. Um, show some bit of backstory about what happened like, like, like the backup right. for issue one shows Knuckles being attacked by the Destructix and being corrupted and oh stuff so you're stuff. saying like put all of the backups like at together the, see I would have see this because just because I would have preferred it to um to keep the flow of of Enerjax Reborn going because otherwise yeah. it's like just, just say say um if you are if you are already familiar with this so again this is very small yeah. very small nit people like you know like so I read part one like, you know, I know this backstory. Skip, skip, skip. Chapter two. I would have, okay, yeah. I would have, what I, I would have done, I would have, I would have like put all of the Enerjack Reborn stories in one chunk and then put the backups at the end. But then you could have included like just at the end of like the, the page for like chapter one, put like to, to find out how this happened, go to page, blah, 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 blah. Nobody yeah, which is another thing that I personally had a problem with is that which, they would still keep those little boxes in that are like, oh, this is from last issue, uh, or this is from the first issue of the arc, it, but they'd be like, hey, remember from chapter one of this book? And it's like, which, yes, I just finished that, please, please. Which is oh, something yes. that, like, I get why, when you buy this in issue formats, I get yeah. why, because anything that's not this issue, I get that. Right. But, for the love of God, edit that out of a trade. And again, like, any, anything that's referencing something not in this trade, keep that C yeah. issue, whatever, C graphic level, whatever. Yeah. But don't keep C two pages ago for what we're talking about. Or at least C, like, C issue... Eh, I don't know how they would I would do just that. remove it. I would just remove those boxes and just not keep them in. But then they would have to... Wouldn't they have to, like, digitally put in, like, whatever was behind that box? You know what I mean? I guess, but... Yeah, sometimes it's hard. Yeah, because then if they remove it, it's, it's not like they have. They still have the original. Some of those are actually literally written on the page. Yeah, I guess for right. some of the older ones, I mean, I, I I would expect for when they start doing trades of the reboot for them not to do that. Hopefully, that that would right. be nice. I think, but yeah, um, but, and you're probably gonna have way less of that. Yeah, although a lot of those are boxes that are like, hey, remember when playing Sonic Adventure when this happened? <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't want to play that again. To you know. Or it's like I can't remember go out Shadow and buy the that Hedgehog. Then. No, I really don't <laughs> want to remember but, Shadow. So, in terms of a saga, like in terms of like ordering it, where would you two put Evil Reborn? Oh, jeez. Oh. So what? Uh, there's what House of Cards, Eggman Empire, Empire, Darkest Storm, Evil Reborn, and Order from Chaos. And Order from Chaos. Um, because the first two they're good arcs, but they're so heavily tied in with pre Ian. Pre Ian storylines, I'm like, I kind of like it, but I still don't really know what's going on. You know, see, Darkest Storm was what got me back in the comic because I was it, still it's fun. It's I fun. was still buying it, right. but I was not reading it. It's fun, but I say this feels more like a complete story. Yeah, with someone like Darkest Storm, 
and order from Chaos. Like they trade paperbacks of like f- like four issues, but those stories only last like two issues, and then they're yeah. just like other stories as well. See well, and those and those they felt uh, those trades felt really weird because they had a lot of backups and stuff in the in the that were like really not a part of the story of the story. Like that felt a little weird, but um, I don't know. I I would probably say that Evil Reborn is my favorite. Okay. Um, of this song. and real quick, when you were flipping through that, I I love the part. Um, I forget which issue it was in, but when Sonic has all of those nicknames that he's calling Enerjack, Enertube, and he finally just stops him and like, are are you done yet? And then Almost. he just goes, he goes on like Enerjack, yeah, um, like yeah. Enertube. Are you quite finished? Jack. Actually. Jumping Jack in a tube, Flapjack, Enerstate, Jack in the box, and come to think of it, Enerjack sounds like some kind of sports drink. And then he just that like he just like throws him away into he's, a wall. He just, he just yeah. throws him into the library. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the library. That's why I love Ian. I love that part. I love Ian. Ian's rising. I love that. I love that shadow just gets the crap hit out of him yes. by Enerjack. I like how I love when he takes off the the bracelets and he's like, "Hey, it's game time now." Nope. I, d- I love how like they're doing that, and Sally's like, "Stop! You're gonna destroy the city." <laughs> but, um, so, so Jonathan, how about you? Um, see, and that's a, that's a funny thing because um, Darkest Storm is a really I, I think that holds a a good place in my in my heart because it's what got me back Magnum into the comic. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I'm just gonna ignore it. Um, so Eggman Empire would probably be the best and this would probably be uh, like Edmund, Eggman Empire had like the Bunny Antoine wedding which is one of my favorite parts in that whole thing I love I, I really love Eggman, Eggman Empire I just like this machine was designed specifically for Sonic so Tails can destroy it for some reason so yeah. that's the, I'm, I'm a bit like eh, eh. I don't know this might be second like, okay, okay yeah. I was I would recommend this even if you haven't read a single book beforehand Yes. The the um the backups do enough to bring you up to speed and the basic story is pretty simple enough where you can kind of fit in the blanks yourself if you don't know exactly what's going on. So Yeah, it's yeah. Got, and it's got some entertaining fun things. Like it's I love really good I Tracy love art. it's got some really good yes. Tracy art. Yeah, I love Tracy's art yeah. in this book. I, I love how uh like the Warbring we were mentioning earlier. I like that uh Fenitivus during like the last battle does some interesting things with it like he he punch he put, pushes his hand through one of the rings and punches Julie Sue. Like I, yes. I like I like some of the neat things that were added to the continuity from this storyline. I say my one of my, my favorite line that cracked me up is the bit where they first Sonic and Tails first get to the Emerald Altar mm. and there's like Sally goes like I copied did you find Knuckles? And Sonic just goes, No, the dog isn't here. <laughs> I'm like, that, that just cracked me up like But yeah, so um Evil Reborn, I think we'd all greatly imagine. It's good. Uh, not imagine, we'd all greatly recommend. Yeah. Yes. And then moving on, um, Silver Saga. Kind of ties directly into, kind of... Yeah, I, it's like it, I didn't it remember was, how It was much. weird, it was weird reading, because yeah, I read, I didn't, cause I I read them right after the other. It right. was weird going into Silver Saga, but like, this is kind of like the sequel to what we just read, to what yeah. we just read, you know? It's kind of cool it came out on the same day, I didn't realize... It's like, oh, Enerjack is the main focus of both of these. Mm. It's so like, weird. Like, it was so that. weird. Which, do you want to, John, do you want to explain the quick story of Silver Saga? Uh, Silver Saga is basically, um, if you don't know Silver's story in the Archie comic book universe, or past universe, pre-New 252, um, is Silver 
is from a wasteland future where he's mentored by Mammoth Magol and Knuckles' grandson, um, Edmund? Yes, Edmund. Edmund. And so he goes back in time every once in a while for a jaunt to find a traitor in the um, Freedom Fighters. The original Freedom Fighters, they're supposedly the traitor. But this story revolves around... Um, he's training with Mogul in the beginning, and he's like, oh, I'll take a little walk over to the floating island, which is not floating anymore because it's a dystopian future. And so he meets up with Edmund, and there's this weird freaking vector glowy guy running around that he starts to fight with and he's like ah there's something up with you so he follows him to this alternate dimension where a lot of very familiar looking glowy silver weird people exist you know what it kind of reminded me of slightly mm-hmm. worlds collide with like the 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 robotic robots mas- yeah, roboticized oh, yes, masters. it's kind it of is, like that. they're kind of like roboticized silver robots of like you know yes. with like neon lights and shit it's yeah so essentially, it's Silver gets put into this alternate dimension where he meets a new Freedom Fighter group and has to team up and beat this uh, villain who turns out to be Evil Enerjack from Evil the future. What's, what's a nice thing is that this kind of Silver Saga kind of serves as a semi-sequel to both Evil Reborn mm-hmm. and 30 Years Later. Yeah. Because... And, and it's also the story Ken wrote that Dawn penciled that had... Uh, Janica, whatever, like it's, in the early 100s. If you notice in there that it's like um, issue like 93, I think, or, or like issue one 105 or something, yeah. some weird uh, or early number, like, okay, flip to this or buy this on the app, it's now available. This actually takes place after, like, this is the earliest seeds of Mobius 25 years later where this character called Janica comes Back to the past. Jenny Call looks an awful lot like Lara Sue, but when we see Lara Sue, she never mentions Johnny Call at all. So right. it's just this weird Jenny Call comes back to the past and has to stop Remington from killing her dad. And it's like, oh, okay, that was weird. Why did that happen? Yeah, and then nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Ever. So, and this is a thing with a lot of Ian's arcs um, it's fixing or ending stories from past continuity. Like, Saga series was ending stuff seeded from uh, Angel Island and, um, like, developing... um, Like, putting Knuckles back on the island. It was fulfilling a purpose left over from the Ken Penders era. This is fulfilling a purpose from the Ken Penders era that was just a weird, out-of-the-blue, never, like, doesn't-make-sense thing. Mm. So, yeah, and uh, there's a lot of that in in, in Ian Flynn's work. Like his first his first real story it was fixing up all the crap. Can yeah, it was like, oh, let's let's kill off these things because they don't really fit right now. Because they're stupid. <laughs> I like the ancient walkers. I'm sorry, I like the dinosaur guys. Hey, I like the... Sir Connery. You like Sir, Sir Connery? No, I'm what the? <laughs> you like Sean Connery? Who <laughs> no. doesn't? No, horse I, Connery. I, I, I was. I, I'm like, what, what is this horse headed guy doing in here? And I, yeah, I, 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 I like, I'm like, what's going on? It's just like what you know. I was introduced to Locke when he was making out with Rouge. Like, moving on, mo- mo- moving on, moving on, moving on. Sorry, I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, old man Knuckles making out with. Ah. Uh, um, one one of the things I think 
I mean, um, Ian, Ian's script is it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Like, it makes um, for anyone who dislikes Silver because of 06, read this book. You know, yes. it, it, does, it has a good. I think my favorite thing about this not not put out anything to do with um, Ian's script or Tracy's wonderful penciling, but for the first three issues. Uh, Ray, Ray Dillon. Dillon's coloring is fantastic. Yes, he actually also did the future tense backup stories in the, in the main series um, with Silver. Um, oh yeah, it was two. Was that Jamal Pepper's pencil? Yeah, that was Jamal Pepper's. Where you, for the very first time you get to see Silver's future. Yeah, which I'm looking at like this because it's set in a dystopian world. So in terms of 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 artwork, this is the darkest. I think mean, one of the darkest yeah. Sonic stories. Yeah, and I I love the whole Dark Enerjack thing. How he basically captures people, hangs them on his wall as a trophy, and drains yeah. the life, like, killing them, Well, basically. and if you look at that splash page, where he's got everybody hanging up, you oh, look yeah. at their eyes, there's no, no pupils, Sonic, and they're all wet, red. Sonic is, like, front and center, and he looks like a zombie. It's, yeah, it's he, like, it's really I mean, creepy. It's weird, because everyone, everyone has these, like, shocked faces. Sonic's expression is just, like... Looks like he's in pain. It looks yeah. like, kill me now. It's like, it's really dark. It's, and you can actually, from that splash page, what I love, you can see about the characters. Like, Leanda looks horrified. Sonic looks like he's in pain. But if you go to, like, Eggman, Snively just looks terrified. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was running for his life or something. And so Shadow, Shadow, Shadow looks feet. angry. <laughs> yeah, like, he's just So it's like they were, they were frozen in the poses when their soul was well, even, extracted. Even Remington, like, it actually showed him extracting his soul, basically. I, I didn't notice that before, but I think that's brilliant in the art that it's, um... It shows about the character, like, how they yeah. were acting when they were I would killed. I would love for Raiden to come back and do more. This is probably some of my favorite coloring on, on any I, Sonic I, book I, I think it is fantastic. It's, um, it's, it's, like, uh, uh, Tracy's, um, it's just some, I think, some of Tracy's best Artwork. I mean, yeah. it's, cause it's, I agree. It's, Who's it's, inking that? Amash? Because Amash, I, I think, does really There's good. Yeah, um, because I, I, I think okay. the, I think that the shapes in the characters are much more, um, three D. Like they pop out more. Yeah. Like they're because they're they're so full, uh, and round and nice and plump. That it really creates a sort of well, also depth. just the stuff like there's there's a lot of like psychic energy and laser beams and, and like yeah. light perfection and all that stuff like whenever silver's flying there's nice effects on that just mm-hmm. it's very yeah again the um it's it's if you haven't read Evil Reborn it might be a bit confusing I I, I would say so and again yeah. like and they they kind of do a good a good uh, way of of explaining but I think if I hadn't of I literally just read Evil Reborn two seconds before I started this. I may have been a bit more, more like, eh? One thing I like, though, is that this is um, Enerjax here. It, it's clearly Knuckles Enerjax, yeah. but they don't say Knuckles. They never they say They never it, say yeah. the word Knuckles. Well, it's hinted at because, you know, there's a bit like... They're, they're never well, even... he's talking to uh, Remington, and he refers to him as old friend. He does all these he, things that are like, oh, well, it's got to be Knuckles, but they never say it's Knuckles. And it's, it's you know, it's... um. It's a nice little self-contained story. I think this is kind of when universe is at its best, where it's just yeah. literally like you could you could never read this and it wouldn't affect your understanding of the Archie universe mm-hmm. as a whole. But it's just it's not the most self-contained of stories, but it's it's a pretty it's a damn yeah. good read. It's I would heartily recommend. I mean, um, I, I think for what it is, it's weirdly self-contained, but weirdly relies on uh, continuity a lot. Like it's it's weird in that way. Mm. Yes. And as far as the characters too, um, that dark Mobius Freedom Fighters, 
excuse me, are based off of um, Ian Flynn's fan fiction characters from um, another uh, from uh, other M. Yeah, I, I which I read. I, I read that read all the way through. I heard that when I but when I when it gets to the point in like issue in part two where like you're introduced to them all, or is it part one? Yeah, in part two. Yeah, part two. I was looking at him, and to me, it just felt like it was just um, the teenagers <laughs> from thirty years later with with Bean and Bark. Because well, because in it you, you have like okay. Bunny and Antoine's kids, you got like a fox, Rota's boy, and then like Bean and Bark. You know, well, yes, they are mm. because that's because how silver the silver references yeah. thirty later when he says, "Oh, it's you," you know, Laura Su-, and he doesn't say Laura; he gets cut off before he says that. They. They are those kids, mm. but they are heavily, heavily influenced by other, other M. M. Yeah, like right. if you if you read other other M, it's it, it is a comic book, so there are visuals. Those designs are almost entirely ripped from well, there. In in the in the back, there's a feature where they sh- like they show you. Oh, here are these characters' original designs by Ian Flynn. Yeah, I don't know if those designs oh, wow. are okay. Yeah, I don't know if those are the original designs because I think B uh, the original alternate freedom fighter designs by Wright Ian Flynn, and then there's a trait he's kind of like clean up mm-hmm. right. them underneath. Because I think, because um, I know that Bean, uh, Bean has like a skeleton hand in that book, in uh, or in oh, uh, cool. other M, like it, which is weird, but um, they kind of explain it, kind of. Hmm. Other yeah, M, I, like I think, they, I think that might be the original Other M character design because Laura or Jean, Janet Ka is not up. Yeah, in you're that right. Part, which they had to kind of redesign her anyway to look yeah. different than Laura Sue. Another thing about Other M is that Other M, the plot of it is Knuckles is evil and is a dictator on um, the floating island and has essentially taken over Mobius from the floating island. And the Freedom Fighters are actually fighting him. And the Freedom Fighters consist of these guys. And some of them are ro- are partially roboticized to, you know, give them more powers and things. Sonic, in that, um, there's a thing where they roboticized his feet and they all think he's a coward. And then it's like, but no, because the Sonic in that is actually Sonic Prime from the main Archie universe. His brain transplanted in the other M universe's Sonic, so... Yeah, well, this is like the first thing he ever wrote. So. You can't see me, but I'm making a very disgruntled look on my face. <laughs> We're hearing that. But the whole... The, the, Autobot Spike. It's Autobot Spike. <laughs> I'm a monster! His body's damaged. <laughs> there was some way we could remove his brain from his body. <laughs> but, uh... but, um... And he he has all the Chaotix as his um, underlings, and he calls them Prelates. Uh, so that's where that is from, the whole prelate thing. The, yeah, because that's what all the yeah. robot versions were prelates, yeah. But uh, not knowing that won't affect it. If nope. if, if, you've, if you're just a fan of, of the Archie, you're like me, you're just like, oh, it's the yeah. gang from 30 years later. But if you, if you like, I didn't know that when I first read it, but well, see, when I, I read Other M, and then I was like, wait a second, that really was very enjoyable well, to see, me. I, I knew going into it, because I think you guys told me that yeah. they were like, this was based on his fan fiction. But even knowing it was based on fanfiction, I was still just like, it's just like Archie See, I, I wouldn't say that it's entirely based on his fanfiction. It's, I it's would say that elements of his fanfiction. Elements of his fanfiction are put in there because I think he was like, oh, some people still talk to me about this. I'll give this 
as a little like nod. Wink and to, nod. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I think is really fun. I think it's it's more of of an, of an organic way to put his yeah. own stuff in it by making it fit in with the Archie world, as opposed to some of the stuff that Penders did, where he was just like, I'm just going to put my own stuff in here, yeah. and even if it doesn't fit in this world, who cares? I'm Ken Penders. Um, so yeah, <laughs> weird tangent there. So I mean, I, again, I I do I would recommend. Kind of like with Eva Reborn, I would probably rank Silver Saga uh, of these seven universe books. I'd probably rank the Summer in, in the middle. It's really, I, I liked it. It's it's a bit more, a bit more uh, self-contained than say some arcs like say Knuckles Returns or Journey to the East. Mm. Not as enjoyable as some arcs like um, Tales Adventure. Tales Adventure is number one for me. Adventure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I think I just like Antoine too much because. I mean that Anything. whole honeymoon thing just puts it puts it like I don't care about the whole tales plot whatever but the honeymoon is just the best thing ever <laughs> for me it's like that they they referenced the the margarine scene from Satyam when I was in prison I'm like yes. I love you Ian like I love you so See, much. I also my like, favorite it hasn't been collected obviously yet is scrambled because I, I really good. I not that Jamal Peppers is bad I I, I kind of wished it was Tracy just because I like Tracy that much doing the pencils but. It was just that that arc with Eggman. I love like we talked how Ian writes Eggman and even yeah. how he's humming the that the Egg. Eggman theme song yeah. to himself, where he says "Get a load of this" when he goes into yeah. his mouth. My thing that is, ending to that arc. Don't ruin it. I want to. Oh, I can't oh, wait to read it. I can't wait to read Eggman, it. Eggman when he shut I, up because he has. I just met at the end when he's standing there and he says what he says. Like, oh, that, he's just that's so awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh. I'd probably rank this probably um. Maybe third or fourth in terms of the arcs. How about you? I of what's, of what's been released so far. Let's see what there's been. Shadow thirty, Knuckles, Journey, Tales, Treasure, Treasure Team, this. and this one. I out of the ones that w- have been released, I would probably rank it number one for me. Oh really? Huh. Nice. Because. Uh, well, and I remember too that final page of part one with Enerjack. That was that was the first time in the comic book I got that strong of an urge that I I loved that scene so yeah. much. I tried to draw it and recreate it myself. It's a really good image. I just it's a that really good the image. imagery in that book, and I do like Silver in the comic books. Even it, he's one of my favorite characters because of the comics, yeah. not because of the video games. I love that one of my favorite things about this image is that one of the the captured. People is Jet the Hawk for some reason. Yeah, he's like, why? Got, wait, that's Predator Hawk. Isn't it? Oh, is it? Is that? Yeah, that's one of yeah. the destructors. Oh, I was just like, it looks like Jet to me. It's Jet the Hawk. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been cool. That's funny it? because Jet uh, Predator Hawk is a big player in Other M. Really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because yeah, I kind of wondered why he was in there because you had like Nogus and Eggman and Sonic Predator, and Hawk, Predator Hawk. Um, I'm just gonna ruin it. I don't does care. does does he wrap your neck? <laughs> Predator Hawk is like a politician. Like, there's this very, um, the society in Other M is like, oh, Echidna's number one. Everyone else, blah. And uh, Predator Hawk is a hawk who is a very affluential person in that society, but he's also working as kind of a Batman-type character. So he, he dresses up as Predator Hawk at night and goes and he's a superhero. I am vengeance. Yeah. I am the knight. Yeah. I am Predator Hawk! Essentially. <laughs> uh, I I think I would rank the second behind Tales, Tales Adventure. Because I honestly... I think even the Tales game means a lot to me. Because I played that a lot as a kid. 
Like, I, I like the Game Gear games. I might be weird for that. that that's, I that's, like that Game Gear I think, game. I think, I think a lot of the love they get is from nostalgia. Because I didn't play most of them. Yeah. And going back to playing them, they're not... Well, I, I don't like... Um, I don't like the ones that were just like the Master System ones or whatever. On the Game Gear, no, the Master System ones, that if you play them on the Master System, they're fun. But yeah. on the Game Gear, they're, they're zoomed in. Okay, so yeah, like, because I tried to play Sonic 1 and 2 for games. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic level 1. Sonic 2, yeah, I Sonic I 2 is almost impossible in yeah. because the boss is like, the screen crunch is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did kind of like Sonic Chaos and especially Triple Trouble. I love Triple Matt. Trouble. I love Chaos. I love those two Blast games. Blast is terrible. Labyrinth is terrible. Yeah, I, Drift yeah. 1 and I mean, 2. Well, I don't, I don't think about those. I made and I like Tales of Buying Blast on my 3DS. Tales of Adventure isn't bad. Tales of Sky, which was kind of crappy, though. You die I've never you touch played the floor. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, I think if you got the hang of it, it wasn't too bad. One, yeah, one thing I would say that elevates um, this art, I think one of the reasons why, and again, nothing against Ian, Ian's writing, but one of the things that I love makes this stand out more is the artwork. Again, yeah. Tracy's pencils and this coloring is just... Yeah, everything's so cohesive. The coloring is so good on this book. Like, there's not... It's not... Well, it, it's atmosphere. It's, it adds the best yes. atmosphere. It's not... At, like, like, um, I like I like how bright and colorful the Sonic book is, but generally speaking, it's not too different. Like, depend, you know, because there's different colorists, but generally yeah. it kind of looks the same. This stands out. Mm-hmm. And it, like, again, like, I would highly recommend just looking at some pages. It, it's, it's dark, it's... It's like it almost feels like I'm reading like a like a DC Batman book. Yeah, how it, dark it, feels it is. So, it feels like so Batman different. and Green Lantern had a team up, and this is yeah, like I, one I, of I, the I, you know. Um, but I hardly I hardly enjoy it. So yeah, you know. I, so I think um, in you know for, at the end of this episode, I think everything we're pretty pretty. We good had about. a good week. We Just, had a good week. Good weeks, you know. Um, yeah. A lot to talk about next week. Probably next next week, next episode. Probably won't be as long because we won't be reviewing as much content. But um, you know, I think who knows? Maybe we'll get another trade dump. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get two trades next week. Which... Well, I think uh, the worlds collide trade is supposed or not worlds collide. Um, Countdown to chaos trade is supposed to be coming out next month. I think, I th- I think it's supposed to. Yeah, it's in supposed quotations, to. But, let's but be I think fair, it was bumped out. Uh, we, we've October. had we, the last the books we just talked about. We've had these were supposed to be out months ago. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, I know Sonic Archives. The next Sonic Archives for sure. I pretty sure. I don't because really. it was supposed to. Yeah, come that out. one might be. You don't get archives. N- uh, Knuckles Archives was supposed to, but then it's not even listed anywhere. Yeah. Again, I can't wait till that's completely collected. Yeah. I was mean, it, what, five? It's going to be six. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, what, five. six trades altogether? Yeah, there should only be one more after five. Yeah. I, I so like, are, these, are these like the small ones, or are they being... Yeah, they're they're small, small. They're thicker, though, because they're five issues instead of the standard four for how, the arc. So how many, how many did... So Luck was ran what? Uh, 32? 32. 32. Uh, with the original miniseries, it would be 36. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 35. 35. I... I forgot that Archie miniseries are three issues and not four issues, like yeah. standard 80s DC. <laughs> we were going to um, also talk about Mega Man, but I think because of talking about whole arcs and two graphic novels, we've kind of run over a bit long this week. Right. So what we, I think what we can do next time, next episode... Talk about the whole arc. We can talk about the whole arc of Dawn of X, right. and then from then, from and I then will have read it by read then. it right in. Yes, and then starting from there, then we'll because generally we would just talk about single issues and a book. Probably we wouldn't right. do two whole arcs and two whole books. Yeah, 
And so, yeah. Well, and we, we, we even played catch-up with the universe and the whole reboot universe of of uh, Sonic, even. Yeah, so so when, so when we get to re- reviewing kind of the Chaos trade, we won't have to go into as much depth, yeah. maybe. We can do a bit, but, you know. I don't know. I, I do have to say, I am looking forward to the new trade structure for the Sonic the Hedgehog. Cause, and I, I like the, okay, you get an arc that's two issues, or you get a one-off issue and a four-issue arc, and then another one issue. Like, I like that six-issue structure where you've got an arc and then a mini little bit mm. that they're they're starting to do. And I, I like that. I enjoy that. I think that's very... It's fast-paced, and then you can get, you know, your filler issues out of the way and have them enjoyable, and then have an arc, and then have, I'm, you know... I'm just hoping Archie kind of pick up the pace a bit and get back up to speed with their trades. They, they, they need to now... Yeah, the, really the scheduling hoping. aspect, even of even of the comic books, I know that's not anybody who creates the comics' yeah. responsibility, but it it's become very inconsistent. Even like we had both Sonic and Mega Man release on the same day. It used to be used to be you, you got something Sonic almost every week. You got a trade of Sonic, you got an issue of Sonic, you got Sonic Universe, and then you had an off week. Well, and the, then it or again. even like sometimes there was on the off week a digest or a magazine. Yes. Well, no. Yeah, in terms of books, way. it normally goes like first of the month is Universe, right? Next week is Mega Man. Following week is main series Sonic, and then you get a braver week, and then it goes blah 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 blah. See, I will say this: I really wish Sonic Universe was up to date because we're Universe didn't uh, reboot. Uh, universe rebooted, but they're not going to put like Sonic Universe. Uh, there won't be like universe like, yeah, like Sonic yeah. reboot universe trade. Right? Yeah, right. which which. They, I mean, yeah, which hopefully all we can say is that hopefully they will pick up the pace a bit and. Hurry up! Yeah, because otherwise they're going to be a bit. They're going to be really behind. Because I mean, I I really wish I would get Knuckles Return that trade around the same time as um, Waves of Change. Because those stories, uh, like that whole Unleashed story arc, does connect together, and I think it would be nice. You mean Chaos Caper? Oh, I said Knuckles Returns. Returns. (laughs) Oh man, full paw. Uh, But. (laughs) Yeah, no, because I, I think the universe is tying a little bit more into um, the whole Unleashed thing they're going with. Mm. So I think it would be a nice thing, but... Maybe. I mean, I I mean yeah, they have it. Yeah. I mean, oh, the next universe... Who are we to talk? I mean... Yeah, the, oh, the next universe release is Scourge Lockdown, which I am so looking forward to. See, that was that was a really enjoyable arc. If we were, if we were talking about Scourge and Scrambled, those would beat Silver Saga. Like, um, I would say that number one would be Tails... Number two would be... Oh, that's really Scrambled. hard. I know. Scrambled or Scourge? I Scourge. like Scourge. Um, it might be Scrambled. Devil. It's Scrambled and then Scourge and then Silver. Devil. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that, so hopefully soon we'll get to talk over that, maybe, if yes. they get them out soon. And they showed the Super Smash variant covers. Uh, when those... Yeah. When those... When, those be, when we have those issues in our hands, we will... We should Great. start um, on the next one. We should talk about the solicitation. That's a good idea. Ooh, yeah, because yeah, we could have talked about the solicitation this well, that's week. What, that's I haven't actually seen it though. No, that's well, I did. I did briefly. Yeah, lost the sloth. Because I'm, I'm excited oh, to see. Him. Is that the <laughs> guy? Is that who you're calling the guy? No, that's the his name. I, I read the solicitation, and that's his name. Moss oh, the sloth. Moss the sloth. It's who Sonic goes to see to try to like 
find how to control. Who are the sloths from Adventure, or the sloths from Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog? Even you can learn stuff from a sloth. Yeah, I hope I hope those guys are in the background. Yeah, the one the one with like the overly long jump on the Burberry cap. That's what we need. Yeah, that's what we need in the universe. So, um, so I think we have a new. We have a kind of what we'll do. Start next episode. We'll start off with upcoming news and solicits, mm-hmm. and then go into reviews. That sounds like a good plan. So from this, I'm glad we thought of it. Like it. For, so from this pilot episode of <laughs> Sonic Says, uh, I've been Gareth. I'm Bobby. I'm Jonathan, and don't do drugs. We should end with a moral. Like we should end <laughs> yeah, with a really so dumb moral. So, so so today's moral is even you can learn something from a song. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. listening to an FTCR podcast. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.